What's going on, guys? Welcome to episode 116 of the Taste the Cast, a weekly podcast where we talk about things, react to things, do a bunch of random shit. My name's Seth. I'm Chevy. And I'm Chris. Quick reminders, this month is flying by, flying the fuck by, so make sure to download and play City Skylines and Farming Simulator 19, both off for free on PlayStation Plus. Make sure to download those, play those, come back at the end of this month, which is like a week from now, and uh, tell us we thought of those games on Plus Club. We're going to let you know what we thought of them. And our game of the month randomly picked is Pagan Online, which is a top-down, action-oriented ARPG. Make sure to play that as well. We're going to talk about that. I still need to play it a little bit more. Uh, I've been neglecting it, uh, and you guys will find out why when we talk about what we've been playing. Um, and then next month, Chris gets to pick. So hopefully he's thinking about what he's going to be picking for all of us to be playing next month. Uh, type in hashtag AskTLG. If you'd like your comment to be uh, put into a taste cast, we have a segment every taste cast where we read you guys' comments. We reply to them. We talk about them. Sometimes they create whole new topics. If you want to be almost guaranteed to have your comment featured on TasteCast, make sure to type in hashtag AskTLG in your comment, and I will give it extra consideration. Uh, we have Discord link down below. You can talk to us anytime, all the time. We're on iTunes, Spotify, and the podcast platforms if you prefer to listen to us. And we have a Patreon link down below if you'd like to support the channel further than commenting, sharing, liking, and watching the whole video. We appreciate it all. Thank you. Uh, yeah, so TasteCast, uh, we neglected to do game releases until the middle of the month, which we are going to remedy in the middle of the month, which is this episode. <laughs> Before that, though, let's jump into what we've been playing uh, and... Yeah, I'll let Chevy start first. Okay. Uh, usual affair for me. I uh, played mostly Final Fantasy XIV all week. Um, you know, we did our, our weekly, you know, uh, normal mode raid for alt uh, gears for gear for alts. Cannot form a sentence right now. Um, and yeah, other than that, just leveling other classes. We had a pretty long game session. I'm not gonna say too much about it, but it was leveling. You know, my Dark Knight, uh, it is becoming more fun. Uh, it's a little simpler to, to play uh, than than Paladin, which is the one other one I'm used to, uh, which I think is kind of strange because I, I kind of expected it to be more complicated for some reason. I have no basis for that opinion. I just for some reason thought that. So, um, yeah, I don't know. Uh, it's still pretty fun. I'm, I'm actually surprised so far out of the tanks I've, I've leveled. They've both been fun. I still have to level the other two at some point. Um, very few jobs in that game I don't like. Like two so far. I'm not a big Black Mage fan, and I'm not a big Scholar fan. It doesn't so. seem like anybody's a Black Mage fan. You guys Unless have gone so far are. as to warn people to not play it. I don't think you should start as one. Um, they're just really simple in what they do, and that's that's not necessarily fun for everybody because some people just, like it simple you stand in one spot and just nuke you know what i mean versus like you know i like my melee you, you don't get to sit still like <laughs> you have to dodge everything that the boss wants to throw out so um the one caster i have any experience with uh outside of black mage is summoner and i think it is a lot more involved which makes it more fun for me so um hmm. i want to be doing more than just waiting for a spell over and oh, over yeah. again. I no, I feel click, it. Click, 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 click. It's a so, real good way to bore the fuck out of me. Yeah. If I'm just sitting there hitting the same button over and over again. Um, and there is obviously a big demo for it because I've seen some polls where like, how happy are you? Happy with you? Or oh my god, <laughs> how happy are you? How happy with you? Uh, with the <laughs> all state of Black each Mage. job in the game, and Black Mage has like a ninety some percentile uh, uh, approval. So the people who play it love it. So hmm. it's interesting. interesting. Yeah. I just, I don't know anyone who enjoys it personally. So that's like a lot of people enjoy the Lego games and I can't play them. Yeah. I mean, 
Kind because of. you just kind of press forward, and your guys runs over there, and there's boxes everywhere. You're just fucking hitting the same button, breaking all the boxes, and collecting all the shit. And people are like, "Yeah, I love this." And I'm like, "Well, you're not doing anything. That's not. It's a, barely a game." I will say there is a mastery though involved when it comes to raiding as one because a job that sits still and casts in a position where they're not allowed to sit still that takes skill. Mm. So, um, I, no, thank you. <laughs> so it has spells that you can't you you have to sit still you have a thing you put on the ground and it increases your damage and it doesn't uh, move so you want to stand in it yeah so yeah it's i don't know it's it's also the job that uh yoshida plays the director of the game so like i'm sure because he plays it so much he has input on it so it's just interesting that i've Max, I've hit 80 with it, and I really just don't really want to touch it again unless it means leveling it again. Um, and then from what I've gathered from people I play with, they they drop it. Like, so, I don't know, it's crazy. I've never played it. I don't want to either. You guys make it sound like the worst thing ever. It's just boring. <laughs> it's not like, it's it's not like, oh, God, this sucks as much as, like, I just, it's not fun. So I like fun. I'm a, I'm a guy who likes a lot of fun. Yeah. And I think... That's just me, though. I think... Summoner is fun, and from at least what I've seen from Red Mage, Red Mage seems fun because um, you know you go from casting to melee and you bounce back and forth. So there's this thing you're doing constantly with them as well. So I don't know, it's just weird. Yeah. Yep. Other than that, though, uh, I saw where you're playing. You've been playing something else, <laughs> and I've been playing Animal Crossing as usual. I saw it. Um, I finally. And I'm sure people who put like 300 plus hours in or time skipping are like, yeah, whatever, man. But like, I finally got the end game credits. I unlocked terraforming. KK came to my island and did his concert. And now it's just a sandbox. There's no more objectives to hit. So, oh, that's how it works. Yeah. Hmm, I didn't know that. So, yeah, I got the credits. I got my little concert. So, you beat the game? I beat it. Yeah. I didn't know that's how it fucking that's, I know, that's how it went down. Yeah. You just have to do all of Tom Nook's objectives, and that's the end of the game. I just figured Tom Nook will keep you in debt for the rest of eternity. Oh, he's not done, but yeah. <laughs> yeah that's, that's the end game. <laughs> I still have Work to get all my the way second up to floor. It. I paid off my room so I can, I can get my second floor, but I'm waiting for him to relocate my house. Because now that I have terraforming, I was like, I'm going to make a neighborhood. And I just started like getting land set up for it, so... The whole thing sounds just like a scam to me. <laughs> Everything about it is so shady. Sounding. I mean, the, the like, hey, you got a house? Joke yeah. Has how do you been... how do you like it? Uh, it's pretty good. Yeah. You need another room. You need another floor of your house. Uh, it's not. I don't really need it. No, you should definitely. Let's get it going. And eventually, that's not a good area. You put it done. though. Let's move it. Let's move your house. Where to? I, I don't know. Let's move it though. Let's let's get that money generating. Yeah, he does charge you thirty thousand to move. Oh, it, I, so. I, I knew he did, and I didn't know that. So, and then I got to move. One day at a time, all the people who live there, where I want them next. And then I have to rearrange essentially what will be my plaza with my shopping and my town hall and stuff like that. And and then decorate. Hmm. It's quite the operation. Yeah, it'll, it'll probably take weeks. I don't play the way some a lot of people play. So Me neither. I play less than you. Yeah, oftentimes I'm walking, walking around like, hmm, what do I do? Oh, distracted. There's a bug. Oh, let me fish real quick. Oh, let me go hit that rock. And then I get nothing done. So. <laughs> yeah, as soon as I start the game, I just run over the river and I start running down and look for shit. Pretty much. <laughs> until you like go, okay, I'm going to focus on doing this thing. Yeah, until someone it's I like talk to is like, hey, here's a thing you should be doing. 
I'm like, oh, fuck, okay. What's up? So you sound like a bunch of hobos. Just get up, scurry through the river, and what the fuck can I find? You day? live I'm on the, a deserted island. I'm the best looking hobo ever, though. I got a kimono on. They're I got some sunglasses. <laughs> I'm just walking around chilling, just living out in the woods, fishing for boots and shit. I'm trying to get one of my villagers kicked off my island, too. Drama. He's just Is ugly. a survivor now? Oh, no. There's just... Uh, there's so many villagers in the game, and and obviously, if you want to, you can pick and choose. And if you want to get really into it, there's websites where people are like, "I have this person if you want him," type of thing, and you can go buy him off them and stuff like that. And it's essentially like <laughs> au- online auction houses, for, pretty much. There's also uh, you know people who just play and make money all the time. They they'll sell it for real money all the time. Like they'll be like five million bells if, for five dollars. If people are willing to pay for it, man, I don't know why the fuck they wouldn't. They they do. It's I see it on TikTok all the time. They're like, so I bought a million bells today. And Why would that be a story you tell people? Hmm? Oh, I don't know. Why would you be like, hey, so I I fucking got scammed today? Well, they were mostly showing how like it worked, and like the person. It is funny that the person shows up at the island and they got like sunglasses on and like a big old coat or whatever, and they just start <laughs> dropping money on the ground. <laughs> <laughs> that's creepy so a little. yeah and then like you know like for example like i'm missing certain things uh like fruits and flowers and stuff like that i can only access them if people give them to me so chevy's always fucking creep around asking people what kind of fruits they got i know fucking discord what kind of fruits you got over there what do you got what do you got over there yeah she's never on at the same time though so <laughs> Yeah. If you do play ever, I need apples. <laughs> Man, apples are fucking bred in my blood. <laughs> I say apples and oh, peaches. Never mind. Yep. Yep, they're on my island now too. So, yeah. Anything else? No. That's that's pretty much been my adventures. Both games just were running around trying to figure out what the fuck I'm doing with myself. Yeah, it makes sense. <laughs> All right, I got a short list, but all three of these are recommendations, loosely. Uh, first off, you guys already know I've been playing the fuck out of Hunt Showdown. It's like my go-to game this month. It's the reason why I haven't played really anything else all, a whole too much. I fucking play, or I, I was on vacation this week, and my plan was to beat Final Fantasy VII, and I have just put like almost 80 hours into Hunt Showdown. Um, that's that's what I've been doing this, this vacation. Uh and I don't regret it. The game is really fucking good. Um, I already said this in the Discord. If I were to review it right now, I would give it an uh, A minus to an A. Um, if it had a good story, I'd probably give it an A to A plus. Uh, gameplay is awesome. Graphics are awesome. The ideas are awesome. The audio design is awesome. Um, the experience I get from this game is unlike any other game I've played. Uh, similar to some, but it's an amalgamation of like five games. Um, and it's just an awesome game that I really kind of want to get a signal boost out there. I see other people on YouTube all around the same time right now talking about this as well. So apparently there's some kind of little spike happening in people playing it right now, which is cool to see. I saw somebody else going like, oh, I'm 50 hours in now, but I think it's skill up. And they're like, and, uh, you know, this game I would highly recommend, blah, blah, blah. It's genius. And the whole time I'm just nodding like, yep, yep, he gets it. He gets it. And he's like, a lot of people aren't going to be able to play this. I'm like, yep, he gets it. He gets it. But, uh. But yeah, I've been really enjoying it. Um, I think I'm like rank 80 or some shit, so I'm getting up there. I want to get to rank 100. You can prestige after that. After that, you just get legendary weapons anytime you prestige. Um, 
And yeah, I finally feel, even though in that game you're never safe, you're never safe, uh, ever. Um, I feel pretty <laughs> confident in the game. I feel fucking, I feel pretty confident when I play it. Um, depends on who I'm with, how are communications going, if they're following me, if I'm following them, or if we're just independently playing together. That's a huge factor. For anyone who doesn't know, Hunt is a like 12 person in a server PVE PVP game where you hunt down a monster, you kill it, you take the bounty and you extract everybody else trying to do the same thing and they will kill you for that bounty or just kill you in general for points and extract themselves. And there's a lot of tactics involved with uh, uh, hunting the thing down, hunting down hunters. Some people just do that. Some people will sit at the extraction waiting for people. So they're like, I'm not even going to go fucking find the monster. I'm just going to wait for you to get the monster. You can kill it. You can bring me the bounty. I'll kill you. You do my dirty work. Me and Cody have done it multiple times. Almost every single time we do it, we're successful. But then there's also people, and they're on Reddit talking with each other, fucking hunting down extraction fucking hunters. So they'll just run around the outside of the map looking for people waiting at extract or extractions. It's going to so, get to a point where no one's actually doing the objective. They're just all having oh, random vendettas against yeah, each other. Yeah, but you'd be dumb not to because the points you get for fucking doing those bosses. Um, I also learned the sticky bombs for anyone. I, I'm just putting this info out there because I just learned this recently. And anyone who's like super into the game already knows this. Sticky bombs kill bosses really fucking fast. Sometimes you get into a match and you'll see that someone uh, like two minutes into the fucking match is already banishing a, a, a boss. And you're like, if you're new or ignorant like me. You're like, what the fuck? How'd they do that so quick? And then I play this one guy. He proceeds like four times. He's like, yeah, let me show you how to do this. And I'm like, okay, what? And he's like, sticky bombs. He goes, he runs in and goes, what? And just hits the fucking boss. And he's like, run. And we're supposed to run out the door. Run. And it goes, boom. And fucking took like 75% of his health. And I'm like, holy shit. He's like, yeah, they're really good. I'm like, fucking A they are. And he's like, yeah, this is how we do it. And I'm like, me, it's like blowing my mind. I was like, dude, I sit here and just beat these things to death. Because if you shoot, everyone hears. Um, and he's just like, yeah, that's what we do. I'm like, fuck, now I know. <laughs> um, so I'm, I'm putting that out there. That's that's info that everybody gets to know now. That's not the secret fucking I prestige four or five times fucking dude knowledge. That's everybody's knowledge now. Um, but yeah, overall, really loving that game. Um, I think it's fantastic. I think it's probably one of the best FPSs I've played in years. Um, the gunplay is so fucking fun. I love it so much. And if you're curious about the way the game plays, or at least watching my gameplay, I did a uh, highlights video recently. Uh, There's a lot of footage that I had taken that I, that I went through the ones I thought were the most entertaining to watch possibly. Um, but you can kind of get a gist of how combat is in that. Although some of those uh, highlights of mine, I wouldn't play like that. If you're new, I would like hang out for a second. Don't go running in. Cause that's a really good way to get fucking murdered. But I was feeling frisky. So I, uh, <laughs> I ran to those cat- catacombs and just wrecked people. Um, but yeah, hunt showdown, awesome game. Awesome game. If you think about trying it and you are somebody who is into high risk, high reward, you can lose it all. But for the prize gameplay, but the prize, but the prize, um, heavy risk, but the prize, <laughs> if you're into that kind of gameplay, um, this game is for you. If you played Daisy back in the day and you really dug it, Arma, uh, fucking, if you're into Tarkov, you probably play this Tarkov's way more fucking hardcore in this game. God, I played Tarkov. I'm like, how do I play? After I die, is it over? Did I buy this game and now I'm done with it? It's fucked up. Someone teach me Tarkov. That game happened once. Pretty much, dude. Fucking me and Josh played it. Me and Josh played Tarkov. And I was like, oh, (laughs) shit. This is neat. This is neat. It's like, oh, if you die, you lose your shit. I'm like, that sucks. But you guys got to be careful. You got to be careful. And then fucking me and Josh go in with our main characters. And 
we hear gunshots and it's nighttime and I'm like, and I didn't bring a gun. I'm like, I'm not bringing a gun because if I die, I don't want to lose it. And Josh like, I'll bring a pistol. He brings one pistol with a clip. I'm assuming everybody's been playing the games, probably got machine guns or some shit. So I'm just like, fuck, I'm like, I'm going to stealth through this level and get the fuck out of here. Um, we hear gunshots. Josh is like, where are they? And I'm like, like, he's going to do something. I'm like, they're right around the corner. I hear gunshots out on the field. He's like, okay. He's like, I got a pistol. And he like shimmies by me real quick. <laughs> I'm sitting there in the dark watching him. And he literally pulls his pistol out. And he gets to the corner. And he peeks around, pulls his gun out. And as soon as he does that, boom, his head bucks back. And he just drops to his fucking face on the ground dead. And I was like, holy shit. And I start cracking up out of just being nervous. I'm like, okay. And I fucking creep over. I grab his pistol. I'm like, I'm out of here. I fucking run out of the warehouse. I run into the woods. I'm like, there's trees. Let's cover it and get the fuck out of here. As I'm running through the trees, I'm like, I hope there's not night vision in this game. I hear, I go, I'm dead. I'm like, okay. We, we go back and fucking our characters, there's health in the game. And if you die, you lose it. And you have to get it back by letting them rest. Or by using your health packs to get the health back up. It's really strict. And we're both just like, what the fuck? Like, okay, we got to let him rest. Okay, we're letting him rest. And then there's other characters you can play that uh, you can go in as NPCs. You don't, I don't think you get to keep anything from it, but you get the experience from it. But you get to play against people who are using their main characters, but you're playing as these NPCs, a different faction. If you die for, with them, there's like a fucking 15 or 30 minute wait after you die. So we died with them. I think I killed one guy. And fucking after that, we're sitting there we're like, what do we do? Where's the, how do we play? I'm sure there's a way. I'm sure somebody who plays the game is like, dude, you just do this. I don't know. But fucking it was, it's a lot, it's a lot more intense. But uh, Hunt Showdown is definitely intense. Uh, but all you're losing in that if you die is your hunter and his progress and the gear that you bought. It's all gone. But that's that you can get that back pretty easily. I I am always making money in that game. So this is reminiscent of uh there's that that I don't know if it was a guy or a small team or whatever, they're making that one game where you bought it, you had one life. Yeah, and I even though I think that's they were open about that. So that was more of an experiment than anything. People bitched about it. I'm like, they literally told you though. Yeah. So if you bought it, you're just kind of buying into that idea. Yeah. Which I thought was neat. I would never do it. Yeah. But I was curious about how it went. Yeah. Like, and people played it and they died and they're like, oh, I can't fucking play anymore. I'm like, yeah, they, they literally said that. That's why I never <laughs> bought it. Um, <coughs> And then, like, later they're talking about restarting the server or whatever, we get the character back or whatever. After, like, there's like one last guy or some shit. I don't remember. It's some fucking weird thing. But uh, what game was that? But yeah, I heard about that. I'm like, that's too hardcore. Yeah. That's too hardcore. It's yeah. just like games where you can play, like, one life mode. Like, it's like a full 50 hour game. And it's like, how far can you get? And I'm like, I'm not doing that. I like the idea of that that thrill, but I want to get like 40 hours into that game and then something happens and I just lose everything. I got to restart. I'm like, fuck this, dude. I'm not doing that. It was a Sega Genesis. I'm not doing this shit. Can't even save either. Probably. Anyway, Hunt Showdown play. Uh, the other game I've been playing, I'm also going to recommend, is called Project Winter. Uh, it is a game uh, of deception. So recently in uh, on our Jackbox stream, there was a game called Push the Button. In that game, you play as a bunch of people on a ship, two people, three people, or aliens. Depends yeah, on how many people you have. Yeah. And you're trying to find out who they are, or uh, who, who is the aliens by doing these tests on them. And then eventually you have to decide to push the button and launch them out and shit. And so it's a lot of fun. In fact, the whole time we played it, I kept saying it, but people pretty much thought the exact same thing. It's like, why is this not its own genre, dude? Like, this should be its own game. This is fucking dope. I can just play this. Well, there's a game on Steam right now. I forgot what it's called. It's literally that mode. It's a 3D version of it. Is that 3D? I think it's like cartoony 3D. I don't remember. 
or they're two D. I don't remember either. It's been it's been a long time. A lot of things have happened since then. <laughs> but um, in that one, I was kind of curious about picking it up. But then, like in every picture, it just showed like the aliens attacking people and people had like sticks and shit and they're hitting them and i'm like oh it's a little more action i kind of like the gamey aspect yeah. of anyone can play it because yeah. then you get more people all having fun where it's more like, like a board game yeah exactly yeah. whereas like if it's actiony if you kind of suck at like combat in a, in a game you're not going to want to play it as much it's not gonna be as fun for you for sure if you get in a situation where you got to fight somebody so anyway that's that's the whole thing right now on steam there's other games like that too but then there's also project winter where you play i think with eight people you and seven other people maybe it's 10 i think it's eight though uh and you all start in a cabin out in the woods it's snowy and the objective is you have to survive until uh a helicopter will come pick you up there's actually other ways to evac as well uh the trick to it though is uh every time you start a match there's new random objectives to do uh whether that is uh there's a cupboard full of uh shovels and then there's four pictures of locations on the map um and you have to go to those dig sites and dig and find the things in there and put them somewhere or other one there's a uh bunker you have to get into but you need to know the code so you're walking around the map looking for the code the one i did we found out is six nine didn't find the third one and then the fourth one i believe was zero so we almost got it so there's this whole cooperative thing going on where you're trying to figure things out but there's two people among you who are traders and then there's uh, another sub class that is kind of both they're not really traders but they can do things in their own advantage they're trying to escape as well traders can't escape um i found this out because i was one i was a guy who could take people's um identities and when they did a trader test on me, they get, they found a serum and they're like, do it on sleep division. I was like, yeah, fuck it, do it to me. I'm not a trader. They did. And the guy's like, he's a trader. I'm like, what? I'm not a trader. He's like, yeah, it says you're a trader. And I'm like, did anyone else see the test? He's like, no. I'm like, then are you fucking lying? And he's like, no, it said you're a trader. He's like, I'm not, he's like, I'm not going to advocate for hurting you, but you need to get out of here. <laughs> and I was like, <laughs> he's like, and he looks at everybody else. He's like, we should exile him. And some other person's like, yeah, exile him. And the other person's like, I didn't even see the test though. He's like, you could be lying. Someone's like, yeah, where's the test at? And he's like, I saw it. And they're like, we didn't see it. And I'm like, I'm getting out of here because this is getting fucking weird. <laughs> anyway, that kind of shenanigans happens. Um, so anyway, yeah, you have two traders. They get walkie talkies. They can talk to each other privately. And then they can also talk publicly, which is kind of cool. Um, and then their whole job is to slow you down so you can't leave because there's a timer to survive and get out. You just die from the elements. You can die from being cold, from being hungry, from getting mauled by a bear, getting mauled by wolves. Um, all sorts of shit that can happen. Um, so, you know, people die in all sorts of weird, random ways. But uh, then the traders trying to stop you. They're trying to sabotage you. Literally everything that you can interact with, they can poison. They can plant bombs if they find bombs or make bombs. Uh, they can um, sabotage. Uh, say you start a generator, you need it as an objective. If they walk up to it, they can sabotage that. You have to redo it. But if someone sees you do it, then they're like, he's the fucking traitor. They'll kill you. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I had one guy, I wasn't even the trader. He's like, oh, the sleep division's the, the the trader. I'm just like walking by him. I'm like, I'm not the fucking trader. I kept walking. I hear it on the distance. He's like, we should just fucking kill him. And this guy's like, yeah, dude, where'd he go? And I'm like, shit. I'm, just, I'm like, I'm not even the fucking trader. Uh, people get really amped up in that game. Um, and then, yeah, as a, as, as a survivor, um, there's everyone is just a baseline survivor. But then sometimes you'll be like a medic. A medic has a move with their F button that will sacrifice their health a little bit. But if people, if you get downed in the game, you can still crawl for a little bit until you die. 
So if the trader hits you with an axe, you'll be in a crawl state and you can still talk. A lot of times you'll hear someone out in the, out in the woods screaming like, they're killing me, it's blah, 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 it's killing me. Um, <laughs> this one time, is really creepy. This dude, I kind of fucked over the match before we played again and me and him were cooperating that time. So I'm like, look, me and you got on the wrong, got off on the wrong foot. Let's fucking work together. And he's like, okay, we're working together. I'm following, following him. He's running ahead of me. I stop him like, okay, I'm, I, I need to grab berries. I'm hungry. He's like, okay. He runs off. I can hear his footprints just on the distance and I'm grabbing the berries and then I start to go catch up with him and all of a sudden he hears his voice just faintly growing as I'm getting closer he's like he's like blah blah's the killer blah blah's the killer and I stop and he's like he's like sleep he's like I know you grab berries if you're catching up blah blah's the killer and all of a sudden he just cuts out his name was K that's the guy who who I was catching up with all of a sudden I stop and I'm just like out in the snow by myself and all of a sudden K's name comes up but this guy's like no it's fine I killed him I'm like who the fuck was that? I just like ran back to the cabin. I was like, blah, blah, blah is the killer. He killed K. Now he looks like K. He has K's name. If you see K, it's not K. It's blah, blah, blah. And they're like, wait, what? I'm like, K's dead. K, K got fucking killed by somebody. The guy now has his name and looks like him. He literally changed his fucking voice instantly. It was just really creepy. I didn't see the whole thing. Even at the end of the match, the guy's like, how'd you know it's the traitor? And I was like, because I fucking heard you. He's like, what do you mean? You weren't there. I'm like, I heard you. You were like, Everything's fine. And I'm like, you guys' voice are completely different. <laughs> I was like, at least try and sound like that guy. Um, so, yeah, the game is just pure shenanigans. Um, for anybody like me who needs some kind of reward system for playing the game for longer periods of time, because the game's really fun. But uh, I could definitely see matches can last like 40 fucking minutes. Um, they last a while, yeah, or at least feels like it. But survival Jeez. does that to someone. Um, you unlock a lot of customization options and there's quite a bit actually. Um, I'm getting like three to four things every like one to two matches. Um, and you can dress up your character in a lot of really interesting ways. Uh, there's one dude just with like a fucking, like a deer skull mask with antlers and he had a hood over his head and he had a gold cape. As soon as we start, I'm like, he's the fucking traitor. Kill him right away. Yeah. As soon as we start, I'm like, he's the fucking traitor. And he's like. Yeah, I kind of look like one. I'm like, dude, you scream I'm the fucking traitor. And we're like, he does look like one. I'm like, dude, this is not a good look. And he's like, well, he could be the traitor. I'm like, I know, but he looks like a villain, man. You don't come in a game where people are like, who's going to try and kill me and look like that? Look like the devil. He wasn't either. He was fine. He, was a, he wasn't a traitor. He was one of the survivors. But I like how he just was like, yeah, I, I could see that. Yeah, he. Yeah. most people are just kind of like, like I tell you all the time, like I don't trust any of you motherfuckers. I'm like, you all have to prove to me you're not a piece of shit. Until then, I don't trust any of you. If you're like, yeah, I don't trust any of you either. And then everybody starts going, yeah, yeah, like blah, 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 blah. And someone's like, I'm the traitor. And you, you can't even fucking tell if they are or not. Yeah. People say it all the time. They're like, I'm the traitor. I'm like, okay. There's no way for me to know that. <laughs> I pissed the guy off though. Um, and he was... Uh, Cause I made it, I, I saw a bunch of people's names and they're all weird names. So I made a joke about the names. He's like, yeah, cause sleep division's good. I'm like, well, I like it. So that's all that matters. He's like sleep division, more like dumb. I was like, Ooh, that's a good one. Nice one, dude. <laughs> and then <laughs> I was like, how long did it take you to fucking think of that one? I was like, well, look at me. Fucking sleep division. I, I made fun of him a little bit. And fucking he like, <laughs> we're all like in the very beginning of the match, just grabbing all our basic shit, what everybody does. And he comes out of the cabin, runs at me. He's like, oh, yeah. I'm like, oh, yeah. 
And he pulls out an axe starts swinging at me and hitting me. And I'm like, this guy's the fucking traitor. This guy's the fucking traitor. People are like, stop. And like, everybody's just running in. And some guy's like, serves you fucking right. And I'm like, fuck you. And like, this guy gets me up. I was like, this is not, I told everybody, I'm like, this is not how we should be starting this. And I was like, but that motherfucker you guys all saw attack me with an axe. And he ended up being a traitor. So I was like, that was a crazy way to like expose yourself as the traitor right in the beginning because oh, you got yeah. pissed at. He's like, oh, yeah. And he fucking started hitting me. I'm like, I didn't fight back. I was just like, help. Um, outside of that one incident, though, uh, everyone's really, really friendly in the game. The community is definitely like, um, I've run into the same people multiple times and brand new people constantly. But um, And people from like all different places, too. You hear all sorts of accents and people don't even speak English playing the game. Um, which is really cool. So it's got a pretty like diverse community, but, um, but everybody's kind of like goes into the game, like ready to get fucked over, or fuck over people, but also want to help each other. Um, so it's a pretty cool game. I would definitely, I already said before, I've recommended to people. Um, I actually, that'd be really cool to play with like a full room of just people I knew, like, no. So I'm actually surprised this isn't out on console either. Cause I could totally play on there. You don't need a mouse for this. Um, but yeah. And yeah, it's 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 actiony, but you can also like sabotage things, like I said before. Mm-hmm. But like, if you have like an axe, you can rob and hit them. You can punch people. You can craft guns, dart guns, fucking machine guns. There was one match where uh, it was me and Cody. Cody was um, a soldier, and soldier's ability is um, I never explained the medic thing. The medic thing, you take a chunk of health away. Uh, but you're able to res anybody who's in a down state. If you're dead, dead, you're not getting back up. But if if people are in a down state, which happened, there's a full-on brawl that happened in a field. Two traders versus like four people. And there are people just crawling around and shit. And just like going, help, help. And Cody's just in town going, what, what, what's going on? What's going on? And everybody's like, we're all over it. Literally everybody on the map was in this spot, in this brawl. And Cody's just in town going, where's that? Where's that? And I'm like, fucking West, man. Um <laughs> You could you could hit F if you're a medic and, and get everybody back up. So it's really big, uh, big move. But you don't use it very often. Also, when you die in this game, no matter what, whether you extract and leave them behind, which people got pissed at me for doing that. Um, I just got like, let's go. Someone else got in, and I was like, all right, and we just took off. And be like, why would you do that? And I'm like, I'm fine. Um, I gotta go. <laughs> um, but yeah, if you die as a trader or as as a survivor, you're a ghost now on the map, and you run faster than everybody, so you can get around the map pretty quickly. And you get four uh, buffs that slowly build up, and uh, three of them. One of them is you can drop food for people, you can drop a campfire for people, and you can heal people. Um, I was in a fight. Um, I was a trader, and I was fighting two people. And they downed me, and then the guy fucking all of a sudden, just because you don't see the ghosts, all of a sudden I just got fucking health again. And some guy's like, "Oh, that fucking ghost healed him," and I fucking start swinging at him again. Again, <laughs> um, it's creepy too. You'll be running around the forest, and all of a sudden, someone just like gets like like health or whatever, and someone's just like, "Oh, thank you," blah blah blah. And then we just keep running, and I'm like. <laughs> That's creepy. That is creepy. He's yeah. just with us. And then when you're the ghost, you're you're like transparent, but you can see all the ghosts and you can only chat to other ghosts. So you're sitting there talking That's about good. like, oh man, I got killed by blah blah blah. I told him he was the traitor, but they didn't listen. He's like, yeah, fuck blah 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 blah. But um yeah, it's 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 a cool game. Uh even like I said, when you're dead, there's even a debuff. The fourth one, the fourth button, uh increases someone's chill factor essentially. So if you're in the snow for long enough, you get cold and they start dying. You can increase that. So if someone's just out there, you can hit them with that. And now they're, they can't be outside as long. So, and uh, yeah, me and one other dude named, I forgot his name, but we were like doing that to that K guy because we thought he was the traitor. We just kept hitting him with that cold debuff constantly. And he was just bitching. He's like, I don't know why the ghosts keep doing this to me. And then it happened. He's like, oh. he's like, see, this is what I'm talking about. 
So I got to go back to the cabin and he wasn't the traitor. I was like, fuck, that was not good. <laughs> We're sitting there punishing him for something he didn't do. Um, but yeah, overall, really fun game. Definitely would recommend it to anybody who's into uh, the idea of um, a cooperative betrayal game. That seems to be something that's kind of growing and I'm, I'm all for it. You know, for a while there we had, um, uh, you know, like a 1v3, 1v4 style uh, game genre out there, like mm-hmm. Dead by Daylight, like fucking Evolve, a couple of the games out there that do that. This one's interesting because it's, it's, it feels more social and cooperative than it does just being the one guy against everybody or the whole group against the one guy. Um, it it kind of caters to everybody kind of like, it, it, even though this is more action-y, it still has that board game feeling where you're like <coughs> still kind of hanging out with people talking and fucking around. It feels like an evolution of the board game clue. Pretty yeah, much. Yeah. Kind yeah. of. Yeah. Cause it does, it does play out like that. Um, the, the other thing I was gonna say, and then I'll, I'll move on to the next thing um, is fucking, like I said, Cody was playing as a soldier one round and soldiers have the ability to open up. There's a bunker that only soldiers, a soldier has to be present to open it. Okay. Otherwise you can't get into it. And it's essentially an armory. Um, so two people have to press a button and then the center button has to be pressed by a soldier. We happen to have a soldier and, uh, and so there's four of us left. The rest, everybody else is dead. We're, it was creepy. We're just walking through the forest, and every once in a while, we'd find just like a dead body on the snow. And we're like, well, we know he died, but he's dead. Um, that happens all the time. He'll just be out in the snow, and you'll have to like relay if you have a uh, radio. Just like, I found Blah Blah's body. They, they definitely weren't the trailer. If they were, they got killed by something. Um, so it starts narrowing down slowly. It's just us four, and there's one traitor left. Um, and we knew who he was, but we're just trying to avoid him. We're trying to get out of there. We get to the armory, and we open up the lockers. And there's just machine guns, shotguns, crossbows, all sorts of shit. So we all just grab a bunch of guns and shit. I'm like, let's find this motherfucker. <laughs> and they're like, okay, yeah. So we go out into the woods. And uh, this guy has no way of knowing we found the armory. He's just out there sabotaging shit. When you're a trader, you find these energy drinks and all these uh, trader uh, boxes. And these energy drinks give you permanent buffs. So if you go to enough of these things, you'll get fucking super strong. So it's kind of stupid later in the game to fuck around with the trader one-on-one. Um, but anyway, so he's probably feeling pretty confident. He's got all these traps set up everywhere. He's fucking feeling like he's in control. He's probably been chugging these fucking energy drinks all night. And fucking we come out of the woods and I'm just already in the mindset of like, we're going to drop this guy. So I come out of the trees. I see him I'm like, hey, dude. He's like, hey, it's been, he's been a while. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> I was like, uh, I was like, we know you're the fucking trader. And he's just like, yeah, it took you long enough. And I was like, yeah. And I pull out a gun. I'm like, Boom, I started shooting at him. He fucking, because he pulled his crossbow up and he pointed at me. I fucking shot him with a machine gun. He turns around and starts just running through the woods. I'm like, get this motherfucker. And like all four of us are just running through the trees shooting at him. And he's just fucking running. I'm like, kill him, kill him. And fucking, someone's like, oh, I hit him, I hit him. I'm like, yeah, yeah, I hit him. I'm like, pop, I'm shooting him. He runs across a bridge. I see him fucking with some buttons and I'm on the bridge. I'm like, oh shit, he's going to drop this bridge. So I fucking start shooting him at the console and he puts him in a down state. He's crawling off into the fucking snow. We all come up with our guns and shit. <laughs> like, I'm like, you had this fucking coming, you motherfucker. And he's just like, he's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like, where'd you get the guns? And I'm like, don't worry about that. And this guy comes up with an axe and he fucking starts hitting him. And he's like, he's like, you got anything la- or you got any confessions to make? And the guy's like, the third number is definitely not nine. And I was like, okay. And I go, boom. And I shoot him with a shotgun and just dropped him. He's just dead. And we're like, all right, what do we do now? <laughs> we ended up failing, but it was like, it felt good. It felt redeeming. Just hunt this dude down and kill him. It was just funny. The guy that acts to him, he's like, I think confess. He said something. And I'm like, okay. And I go, boom. I fucking killed him. 
What the fuck? I wish I was recording. That was so fucking. It's a game I want to stream, but at the same time, it's a game I don't want people seeing me playing. Because if I'm the traitor, they'd have to like find me on Twitch to fucking be able to do that. And there's plenty of people yeah. playing it, so it wouldn't be that big a deal. But if I was playing with like Cody or something, he's just like, oh, I'm not looking. And then yeah. he checks my stream. He's like, oh, he's the traitor. It'd be fucked up. I know Josh would do that. Yeah, you'd be careful with certain games, stream sniping or whatever. Yeah. Like, yeah. Some games have like things in the options that will actually be for streaming. It'll make certain things not show up. That's actually very smart. Yeah, I forgot what game it was, stuff. but it w when you pull the map up, it doesn't show names or locations. And it's for streaming only. There's like four or five games I've played like that. Um, so, and when I first saw, it, I'm like, "What? Was, what's that for?" And then eventually, I was like, "Oh, so you don't get fucked over for streaming because everyone streams nowadays." The, it it kind of makes sense. Um, yeah. So play Project Winter if that sounded fun to you at all. And if you uh, pick it up and you're on Steam, let me know, and I would love to play it with you. Um, and the last thing I played that I'm going to loosely recommend because I had problems with this game is MechWarrior 5, uh, which is a series I'm a big fan of. I love MechWarrior 3 and I love MechWarrior 4. I played the fuck out of MechWarrior 4 a lot. Um, and uh, yeah, I forgot MechWarrior 5 came out. And the reason I forgot is because when it came out, it was a Epic, Epic Games exclusive, timed exclusive. That's why I forgot about it. This kills games, man, because fucking Borderlands 3. I know a couple of you guys are out there playing it on Steam. I know a lot of people who just said fuck it when it came out on Steam. Um, and I, I don't care what side you're on on that war. If that war still exists, if you're like pro steam or you're like, stop whining Epic games, blah, blah, blah. There's nuance to it for sure. But this shit fucking kind of kills things off because I forgot this game existed. The only reason I even looked into it is because on game pass, um, it was front and center advertised. I was like, oh yeah, MechWarrior four, five. I forgot that fucking game even came out. Uh, downloaded it, played it. Um, I like a lot about this game. Uh, first off, it's great to revisit the series. It plays like the series has always played. Um, graphics are better. They're not amazing. So Josh Josh said it pretty well. He's like, sometimes this game looks really good, and sometimes it doesn't. And I'm like, yeah, it's weird. Sometimes I'm like, wow, it looks really good. And other times I'm like, boy, they're just trying to keep the game looking traditional. <laughs> That's me being nice. Like, <laughs> let's make it look like the older games. Yeah, good, good way of fucking hiding that your graphics aren't that great. Um, but it is really cool because uh, a lot of the game is, well, not a lot of the game, the the, the hub is uh, your first person at ground level on a ship and you get to actually see all the mechs you own from ground level. And that's such a cool experience as a fan of a lot of the mechs from MechWarrior um, to like see them from the ground, like how big they are. The smaller mechs are still pretty big, but not super big. Mm -hmm. And the bigger mechs, you're like, holy shit, the thing's big. Um, so that's really neat. I also like that the game is set up that there's a lot of micromanaging in this. So in the prior games, you just fucking kind of did the missions and then you, you know, bought equipment for your mechs and stuff like that. And that, that aspect's still here, but in this, you have a star map and you have to pick, uh, like a system and then the planet you're flying to. When you go to the planet, there's different factions there that all have different missions and you have a standing with them that you're at neutral. And if you start pissing people off, it goes down. If you start doing missions for people, it goes up. And then, if it goes up or down, it affects your negotiation points, which allows you to negotiate them paying for the damage of your mech, giving you more money for the mission, or letting you take more things at the end of each mission. Because every time you beat a mission, you can take scrap. Uh, if you have enough scrap points, you can take a whole mech with you. If you don't have scrap points, you can take this gun, you can take this ammo, shit like that. So it's got a really cool system. I really like like it a lot. Um, 
And then the combat feels like MechWarrior. I really like it. It feels really close to the originals. It's it's still very tanky. There is a button. I think it was in 4 as well, but I utilize it a lot in this one. That will. Uh, there's a button that recenters your torso to your feet and your feet to your torso. And so I have put the feet to torso button as my space bar. And so if I'm running and I look to the left while I'm still running this way, I can press space bar and my legs will turn that way. So a lot of time I'm just tapping the space bar to just move really smoothly. And in my stream, some people, I think one person was like, oh, this looks a little more arcadey. I think that's probably why it looked like that because I was playing a lot more smooth than you should be able to move as a, as mm -hmm. a fucking mech. It's very much like the older games though. Uh, as somebody who has played not just a little bit, but quite a bit of those games. Um, I, I feel like it plays very similar. Uh, a lot of the guns take a second to fucking reload. Lasers will build up that heat. I mean, you played MechWarrior 4 quite a bit as well. So, you know, heat sinks, stuff like that. Yeah. Although in this, I'm not seeing a button to use heat sinks like the older ones. It's just if you have them equipped, okay. uh, it'll manage your, your... Let me know in the comments if you know the you know the facts about that. But, uh, but it seemed like the more heat sinks you have installed based off your tonnage yeah. uh it kept you cooler longer um yeah i would say i remember in older ones i don't know which one specifically but i, I most for me and you play for a lot yeah i used a lot of, of laser weapons a lot of time um but it was usually like you know high heat high damage you know slow rate of fire because i usually would just try to line up shot Take, try to take a limb and I'd go hide again while I'd cool off. Mm -hmm. And that was usually more my play style was just that one heavy, accurate hit and run. Yeah. So Alex playing as a Madcap Mark II. I'd like to have shotguns with flamethrowers in them and then jump jets. Yeah. And I just run up on people and go, <laughs> and then they'd overheat and just sit there. And I circle, boom, 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 right. boom, until they died. Um, and yeah, the environments, uh, even though the graphics aren't that great, I think all the plants look really cool. I like the snow levels, I like the forest or whatever. It feels awesome stomping through trees and knocking them over and shit. Uh, buildings, when you shoot them, they don't just collapse like they used to. Like panels of the buildings will collapse. Like the wall will collapse first. And then you see the inside of the building. And it gets destroyed and some of the building will collapse when you hit them. So like if you're having a battle in a city, buildings are piece by piece falling apart. Gotcha. So the place goes from looking pretty pristine to like kind of fucked up to demolished. You can also just walk through buildings. Uh, I haven't piloted one yet, but the Atlas, I guess, will just stomp right through fucking buildings, which makes sense. Atlas is gigantic. Yeah. Um, but if you're, you know, piloting some of the smaller mechs I have right now, you kind of go <laughs> and hit it and you go <laughs> and start breaking through the fucker <laughs> and taking damage. Um, <laughs> and then it's really satisfying. Like, you used a lot of laser weapons back in the day, me too. It's it's always cool to just get that, that. There's a lot of nostalgia with that fucking sound just or watching them just like they're not it's not like star wars where they go choo, 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 choo. they're like a straight beam and then they stop it's they like goes, a rail <sighs> shot yeah and uh in this anything it hits leaves marks so like as you're burning across the dude you'll actually see the metal like glowing where you hit them which is great in mech warrior because in mech warrior it's not about just shooting them to kill them like an fps you want to take out their pieces you want to take out their gun that yeah. guy's fucking you up that gauss rifle take the gauss rifle out take that arm off if they're moving fast, fucking shoot them in the legs, slow them down. I uh, see a missile boat, hit their shoulders. Yeah, hit yeah. the fucking pilot where they're at. That's the quickest way to fucking take them out, but it's the hardest part to hit typically, depending on the mech. There's there's all those factors that I really love about that I had to reintroduce myself to when it came to mech warrior. But it's it's really satisfying to see where your lasers hit. But also like on the ground, you'll see fire just burning through the grass as the laser goes and then there's just like a fucking heat like a line through the ground or buildings. You'll see it like cut through the building and shit. So it's really visceral. I really dig it. Missiles feel really like fucking just like boom hitting really hard. Like it, it just feels it feels fucking awesome. My problems is 
Um, it doesn't tell you a lot. And so I'm already familiar with a lot of this stuff going into it, but it's a new game with new ways to do this stuff. And I'm like, wait, okay, so how do I, how do I do this? And I'm like, look around, I'm like, uh, like ammo is interesting. Uh, I haven't figured it out now, but you, certain weapons don't need ammo. They take energy. It makes sense. But then if you're using LRMs or SRMs, short range missile, long range missile, you have to have the missiles on your mech, which makes sense. In this though, they can destroy that ammo box. And if they actually destroy the ammo box, it'll blow up and hurt you. But also oh, you neat. you lose the ammo box. So you have to buy another ammo box. Oh, interesting. Yeah. yeah. So there's a lot of loss to it. Um, and so you uh, you have to buy another ammo box, but that's depending on what the market is like on that planet. So you have to go from planet to planet fucking looking for this shit to buy, um, which, uh, you know, not knowing that system because it wasn't in prior games, uh, I had to learn it, which I did. Um, also, co-op in this game is kind of annoying, but it's also cool that it's even in it. It has the skirmish modes like in prior MechWarrior games, but it also has a cooperative campaign, which is very cool. But in this game, you can have three NPCs with you, NPC pilots, or you can have friends take over those pilots. But if your friend dies with that pilot, that pilot's dead. And then you have to repair everything they fucking did because it's your mechs. They're piloting your mechs. They don't bring their own mechs. Gotcha. So there's a lot to fucking lose here. Um, me and Josh played and, you know, not I'm not talking shit about you, Josh. He died multiple times and we had to reload the game because I only had one pilot some early on in the game. And anytime he died, that pilot's gone. I'm like, well, what do we do? He's like, well, I guess I spectate you. I'm like, I'm, we're not doing that. Yeah. So I need to play further into the game where I unlock more pilots so that if I do lose somebody... Um, it's another high risk, high reward game, uh, but it's it's cool because it feels like you're almost you're, you're there's a lot of micromanaging in the game. Like you're running a business, you're it's negotiating with people, you're fucking trying to make people happy and not piss off other people by doing jobs against them. There's a storyline that's playing out in between, but there's a lot of shit to do. It's a really deep game. There's a lot of places to go, a lot of missions to do. They're random too, so plan you already cleared might have new fucking conflicts happening there. Kind of reminds me of, and this might be a weird example, but like freelancer. Kind of, yeah. Where you yeah. had all those reps and it's, stuff like it's that. It's old but there school was a feeling story. for yeah. a new game. And you could tell the people that made it wanted to make it feel like MechWarrior. It just has some systems that are kind of fucked. And doing co-op was annoying because nobody on the internet talked about this shit. There's like, I can't I can't join. The servers aren't working. And I'm like, I'm not having an issue. In When the game came out on Epic Games Store, fucking there's a button in the top left that has two people. So lots of people. You click that to invite people. That didn't exist in my game. I'm like, so how do I invite people? I keep going around trying to find out, trying to figure it out and shit. And at one point, I tried to invite Cody by just going into Xbox Live and right-clicking his name. And it didn't have an invite to game thing. So I'm like, how the fuck do I play co-op? I unlock co-op. It's like the fourth mission in the game. It's like, you now have co-op. You have pilots now, so you can have people play with you. Um, I look online. Nobody's talking about this shit. And I'm like, I can't be the only person to have this fucking problem. And then when Josh played, I right-clicked his name in Xbox Live and I was able to invite him. So I'm like... Okay, so it was it was a little confusing, but we got to figure it out. Um, and then my last complaint about the game, outside of some of the things, you know, the the, the knowledge curve, I guess, um, and then also inviting people is annoying. The NPC AI is not smart, um, which sucks. You can give them commands, but <laughs> half the time, especially early on in the game, you're not really doing it, and there's defense missions that are fucking the worst because you have a city, it takes little damage. If you walk over a building it takes damage on the bar of the overall health of the shit. So you can damage it. Other people can damage it. If you're shooting at someone, you hit that fucking building, you've damaged the thing you have to defend, and your AI fucking pilot will walk right through the city in the middle of combat. It's fighting people. It's like, oh, fuck you. And it goes, 
<sighs> it's through shit. And I was watching my percentage go. I'm like, whoa, <laughs> that goes down a little bit. Every time people shoot at me, you just took like fucking 30% off the bar in one go. There's one time the, the, the wave hadn't even started yet. And he just goes, boom, right through a building. I'm like, oh my fucking God, man. Holy shit. It was like to the point where I was like, I don't know if I want to play this shit. If it's that bad, I'd rather play with people. But I've already talked about that as well. So, uh, yeah, if you are into mech games, uh, specifically more like mech sim games, not Armored Core. Armored Core is like more of an action game, and that's my favorite mech game out there. So I'm with you if you like that game. But Mech Warrior is has always been more of like a, a mech sim, and uh, this one feels very much like it with how unforgiving it is. Um, you can lose money like a motherfucker in this game if you're not playing smart, and that does come down to skill. If you're not good at piloting piloting your mech, you're gonna lose a lot of money. Yeah. So it's it's pretty hardcore. Um, but yeah, if that sounds cool to you, I would definitely recommend it. Just because uh, for the diehard Mech Warrior fans out there, someone I mean, there's people who who are way into it more into it than I am. But I am I am I would consider myself someone who thinks about Mech Warrior. I'm like, oh yeah, I used to love this games a lot. Uh, I would definitely recommend it to you. But just go into it knowing there's some hurdles to it. It's not perfect. But it's better than I thought it was going to be. Yeah, which is well, awesome because I did not like Mech Warrior Online. Although I guess that's good now. You did say it was uh, it was on Ga- Game Pass though, right? Yeah. So yeah, yeah. There, there's an it. avenue to try it for people. Um, yeah, which has been great because I told Cody and Josh about it. they both downloaded it, so I was like, "Fuck yeah!" Like easy. Yeah, I don't have Game Pass right now, but that's an easy fix. So yeah, I I think you dig it. Yeah. I just need to get to a part where I don't have one pilot that I have to hope you don't kill off and right. I got to pay for the destroyed mech and now I'm one pilot down in my save and I'm like fuck okay cuz uh yeah you you have to play a game and get familiar with it before you're even going to do well anyway and so if it's like your first match ever and you're co-oping with someone and you just run in and you fucking your mech gets destroyed and then your pilot's dead and now it's like well you can't play anymore it's like Ugh. yeah I'm surprised they didn't have like some forethought on that um, one other thing two people complain about a lot and they just haven't said anything about it is people want to be able to bring their own mechs in or at least be able to build their own mech on your game but it is your save yeah. so it is your mechs so I kind of see where they're coming from it's pretty much like if we were playing and I'm like hey what kind of mechs do you typically like well I like this one or if you know anything about mech where you're like well I typically like this mech I can hook you up with that and be like well what do you normally use and then I can put on the gauss rifles or the yeah, fuck you yeah. use and then you just use it um, and then I have to pay for it when you destroy the fucker but that's just how the co-op works so I kind of like that it's like you are an actual pilot mercenary well, it's, your, to, it's your squadron yeah because you yeah. can still have NPCs pilot uh, mechs too so if it was just me and you and I had two other pilots it'd be me you and two other NPCs yeah 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 um, but yeah, it's 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 a cool system. It's just it's unforgiving, and I think I just wasn't ready for it. But same thing with Hunt Showdown when I first started playing. I was like, oh fuck, I'm losing hunters, dude. Now I'm like, ah, that's fine. Well, it's just yeah, it's just a steeper uh, point of entry, pretty much. So. Yeah, you just got to be smart, and yeah. and that's something that playing both these games recently have kind of rekindled in me. Is I play better when I have to. When I play Call of Duty, I'm just kind of leveling. Like, I used to be really competitive at shooters, and then a lot of shooters have just gotten to the point where it's like, hey, put in the time, you're going to level up, you're going to get that shit you yeah. want, and it's become kind of, like, you know, routine. I start playing a shooter, I'm playing online, I'm killing people, I do I do fine, I'm like, I'm pretty competent, and um, I'd say I'm a little better than average people when it comes to shooters, and um, I level up, I get my stuff, and I'm, I'm having fun, but then I play a game like Hunt, and I'm like, 
I'm going to lose a lot if I just play like that. I have to sharpen my skills. I have to get good at this. Same thing with mech where I'm like, I, I don't want to lose parts on my fucking mech. And if I lose that ammo, it's a bitch to get back. So like, I got to put that in a spot on my mech that I'm not going to lose it as, as easily. I had to reconfigure armor plating on my fucking mechs to make sure that I always have people fucking in front of me, not behind me. Cause I had less armor on my back than my front. And even when I'm fighting another mech, I blew the dude's left arm off, and then I stayed on his left side. He kept trying to turn at me and shoot, and I kept staying on his left side. So I'm like, you can't shoot me. <laughs> like, there's there's way more to think about. That's when it how comes I to used to shit. fight. Uh, to reminisce a little bit, like, remember doing missions where you're fighting an Atlas in the old games, and but uh, he's getting like a, a medium or small mech that it it would shoot you once, you would die, but you were so much faster that you would literally just stay on its flank the whole time and mm-hmm. just unload everything you have constantly to whittle it down baby so, meech yeah <laughs> baby meech so i was like should i take out the big mech or the or the small mech and chris was like he was just saying baby mech with a lot of ease but i just read it as meech <laughs> after that i was shooting people I was like baby meech <laughs> and i i like barely got hit as that baby meech i was like i don't want to take him out he's gonna get hit like a couple times and blow the up point of the small ones well yeah he's fucking cruising it's funny because like some of those bigger ones you're just like <clears throat> Ugh, I'm just yeah. taking rounds. I'm like, I hate this. And that thing, I'm like, <laughs> and I'm like lower than all of them. They're just like looking down at me, shooting them, passing by. Them, and I just fucking run by, unloading with machine guns and shit. It's like the fucking. I felt like I was fighting a fucking TIE fighter. Or not TIE fighter, fucking X Wings. Against the fucking ATATs. Yeah. yeah. That's what it felt like. I'm just coming out of mech, like, and I like veer off. I fucking shoot them as I pass by them and shit. Yeah. Only had a rope I could shot. wrap around the legs and fucking drop them. That'd be sick. <laughs> That would be cool, actually. Yeah. All right, that's what I've been playing, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, I, I, I played some uh, City Skylines. Um, nice. Put some time into that. Can't talk about it too much, obviously. There's cities but, in it. Put time into it. There's cities in it. There yeah. is. There I, is. I have one question for you real quick. I know yep. you're you're trying to get into your thing here. but uh, <laughs> How many times do you restart your city, or do you just kind of accept your choices? I accept my choices. Did you? I was going to say. Yeah. The investment aspect of that game can punish you pretty quickly. So, yeah. I just went with it. I just go with it. I make it work. Yeah. Right. Making Tacoma, just gonna make it work. <laughs> oh God, no. <laughs> Anyways, um, and, and then of course you know the ever-present Final Fantasy fourteen. You know, glam hunting, leveling alts, alts upon alts with all the characters, all the one character, all the classes. Hell yeah. <laughs> Um, nothing, nothing to report there, but uh, I've been playing a lot of Overwatch lately with Keith, and I think my time spent playing Vermintide has helped me better understand shooters. Interesting. Uh, I spent a lot of time playing Carillion in Vermintide, and she gets a lot of bonuses for doing headshots. In particular, one of her uh, perks for her ult is that if you get a headshot with it, it refills it instantly. So I got a lot of practice in with doing that. I'm not saying like I'm amazing at headshots or shooting. That'll sharpen you up though, for sure. Yeah, I've seen an improvement for sure in overall my my playing. Um, I'm, I'm a little more open to playing DPS because originally I just played tanks and healers because mm-hmm. I was had the big swingy weapons or the big you know spray and pray heals. Um, but I it was earlier I was playing a lot of McCree and I was really enjoying myself with it. Uh, not getting I got a couple headshots, but nothing crazy. But yeah, I, I think it definitely sharpened my skills overall. I'm enjoying it. That's cool sure. to hear. So you're, what you're telling me is you're ready to play Hunt Showdown? Sure. 
Pick it up. Let's go. Dude, I'm fucking I down. I say you have a better chance of getting him than me. So. Let's let's do it. I'm fucking, I'm ready. <laughs> it's not even like the shooting aspect of that game that freaks me out. It's just the fact that as you've, when you played it, you were like, like yeah, it kind of freaks me out. So I jump all the yeah, time. You're not going to play it. I don't jump in games. Yeah. <laughs> I jump all the fucking time. It'll be dead silent for like 30 minutes. And also it's like, <laughs> I'm like, woo, or fucking I hear, <laughs> and my head fucking is blowing off and I'm dead. Or they did a really good job. The fucking zombie NPCs are always in different positions or they'll wander around or whatever. And a lot of times you just kind of hear the ambient noise. The audio in that game is so good. But fucking sometimes you'll walk into a room and it, the zombie will instantly, it's all directional, fucking go, ah, and fucking like you turn and fucking it's in your face. I'm like, woo. And like in that game, I'm like more ready to get shot by somebody. So I'm on edge the whole time on top of having those jump scares, which I'm just like, fuck, dude. So yeah. yeah. So yeah, I'm not playing. That you game. would hate it, yeah. <laughs> but uh, that, that's all I've been really playing lately. That's cool. That was a lot shorter than mine. Yeah, we're like an hour in. I feel like a lot of that was me. Well, some of that shooting. <laughs> I'm trying to think of something now because obviously, like, um, I, you know, I was, I'm, I'm partially intrigued by that. Uh, was that Project Winter or whatever you said it was called? Yeah. That, uh, the worst name fucking ever, dude. Yeah. I like that game. Horrible name. Yeah. I called it fucking uh, that snow game, and Cody just ate me up for it. He's like, snow game? <laughs> I'm like, yeah, it's snow game we played earlier. And he's like, snow game, dude. I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah, what is it? He's like, I don't know. It's a snow game. And I'm like, fucking Project Winter. He's like, oh. I'm like, you don't know what the fuck I'm talking about? He's like, I just trying to figure out what the snow game is. <laughs> I'm like, so- it's the only fucking... So anyway, that the game's name is awful. Yeah, well, called some, something. I, I'm, somebody. I'm a little intrigued by that one. I'm also uh, a little intrigued by MechWare, but that's more so just uh, you know having somewhat of a history with it, and then I think you dig it. Actually, hearing you have mostly positive things to say about it, um, being objective. Yeah. So um, it just sucked because my learning experience was on stream, and I'm like, this isn't entertaining for anybody. Yeah. I got to figure this shit out. <laughs> I was sitting there going like, well, MechWare sounds thing? fun. Huh. It does sound fun, Mac Warrior. It sounds intriguing. It's, it's I, cool. I, I would like to play multiplayer with it. Yeah. Let me build up some pilots, <laughs> and then I'll get everybody on. It'd be cool to get, like, three other people. Know. Well, I mean, everyone else is going to have to learn well, how to got, play anyway. I got so. the one pilot. You can fucking kill him for me if you want. I <laughs> see <laughs> oh, so you pay for Game Pass, don't you? Yep. Yeah, yep. so you can just download a practice right now. Here's yeah. another shout-out real quick. Game Pass, man. I fucking I like Game Pass. There's a lot of games on there that I didn't want to buy, but I was curious about. And everyone knows me. I'm like, I'm curious about that. I buy it, and then I don't play it ever again. I played Streets. Oh, I played Streets of Rage 4. Yeah, I downloaded that. It's Streets of Rage. Okay. If you like Streets of Rage, it's, it's Streets of Rage. You got four four characters. I really like the art style at first. I'm like, it doesn't look like the originals. I kind of hate that. But it's really well done. Really well animated. It's got the same styling of like music and like attitude. Every... Uh, villain you fight against like all has characteristics there's one guy who just like looks bored he has his hands in his pockets doesn't have a shirt on just baggy jeans and he's like kicks at you when you get close to him and shit and there's like another dude fucking um i don't know they just they all remind me of like the old school like sega dudes where they all just like looked a certain way right, and right, a certain right. way with the whips and shit um but yeah that was on game pass and i was like you know I, I wanted to play that but i'm pretty sure i would never buy that game so it's like a PlayStation Plus kind of game. You know, it's funny because I, I, I did the three-month thing they did, mm-hmm. you know, um, where it was like 99 cents or whatever. Yeah. And I had installed a bunch of games. I got to try a bunch of stuff that I was like, 
interested in, but I didn't want to spend like the money on it at the time. And I was like, oh, cool, I can just play this way. And I did end up actually getting a chance to beat a couple games that way as well. Um, the biggest problem I ran into, though, is I was like, I don't want to pay the monthly subscription fee because I'm not actively actively using it. Right? Yeah. So, um, but it is constantly something that does come up where like, oh, you, well, you could try it on there. And it is, it is great to have that option to go, okay, well, I can spend $60 on a game. Or I can give them was it twenty on PC, something like that. Yeah, Maybe it's like fifteen. That's pretty cheap. Oh yeah. well, I think twenty gives you the Xbox version. You're talking about Ultimate, yeah, Game Pass with Ultimate. It, yeah, yeah. 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 Which, it's like fifteen yeah. or twenty. Yeah, because yeah, it's so. I think it's ten bucks or five bucks for Game Pass. Oh, okay. Without having Xbox Live, it's really cheap. It's stupid. It's real cheap. Huh? Yeah, yeah it's well. Dumb. I mean, regardless, so it's yeah. a very cheap way to try a game. So yeah, um, mm-hmm. it is very reminiscent of the old rental days. So well, yeah, and only, games that just came come it. out. Yeah. The only problem I have with it, not to jump too deep in a rabbit hole, is that my PS4 controller does not work with it at all. Oh damn! I have to download a I have to download a separate program to run in the background to make it recognize the PS4 controller for most of the games. That's funny. That's that's totally Microsoft going no. I don't think I yeah. tried, but I was gonna say I know like Steam just instantly was like that's a PlayStation 4 controller. Well, Windows will yeah. identify your fucking controller. Yeah, Steam's real quick. And it might about be just it. a few games that I tried to play, but every game I've tried to play so far. Does not recognize the controller. Game Pass is over here going, hmm, I, what? Okay, is that like a third party controller you got in there? What is that? Even you know what it is. The fucking, it's a the PlayStation same. 4 controller. PlayStation what? What is it called? PlayStation 4 controller. It's made by Sony. Who? Never heard of them. <laughs> Maybe if we'll look, we'll look online real quick. We'll try and find you some drivers for that. No, I got the drivers. It works on other things. Oh, it works on other things? Oh, maybe something else is wrong. I guess I don't play anything with a controller, so I don't have any experience with that. Because everything I played, I played keyboard and mouse. And I technically have a 360 controller if, if it came down to it. I have but... an Xbox One controller. You have an Xbox One controller. Man. Okay. <laughs> Good response. <laughs> That's... Man, I gotta set that up for the PC then. I'd rather just plug in my 360 controller at that point. So, it's <laughs> I was playing Streets of Rage. I was like, I need a controller. I was sitting there with my keyboard. Oh, sure. like, I can't do this. Yeah, I, just I feel like I was playing the arcade I was though. Play the Surge 2. I was trying to play the Surge 2. I was like, I'm not playing this on keyboard and mouse. Give me a goddamn controller. I Surge 2 on Game Pass. Yeah. Oh shit, that's another game. I well, we all played Surge eventually, but I bought that shit when it came out, and I was like, it's pretty good could be better hopefully the sequel will be better and the sequel came out i'm like i don't want to buy it man i already did this once and all the reviews are like it's better but it's not that much better i'm like fuck dude okay yeah so i might have to try that that genre was rough for me anyways the only one that i've i've really enjoyed playing so far and it's only because we were playing together it's code vein so yeah we gotta beat that yelp and i need to play more neo too that game's fucking rough and temtem i'm down to play temtem Josh thing about picking it up, he never did. Yeah, he ain't got time for that shit. At least it's like you know always there. So I mean, like, yeah, I'm waiting for that big expansion, fucking add all that bullshit thing coming out. I haven't been keeping track on the updates on it, so I don't know what they have. Yeah, I'm sure it's it's probably a different game now. Hop in there, it's all fucking cyberpunk, and the music's just fucking. (laughs) Well, hopefully, yeah. Next time we play, fucking flying. Tetris battles only. Bugs won't be like a thing we have to think about. So, There's no Temtem anymore. It's just all fucking robots and like, oh, this is a survival game, by the way. Temtem didn't work out. Sorry. It's a battle royal. Oh, great! Thanks. You did what Fortnite did. Yeah. Play anything else, Chris? No, no, nothing I can think of. Nothing else to report. 
All right. Let us know in the comments what games have you guys been playing, what games you recommend us play, what games you not recommend us play. Uh, anything we talk about sound interesting to you? Any corrections you got to make on that MechWarrior show I was talking about? Let me know. I'm trying to fucking get better at that game. Um, also, uh, if, if you play Project Winter, fucking give me some tips because I pretty much got it down, but there's that game's actually a lot deeper than it really lets off. Um, and yeah, let us know everything you're thinking about uh, in the comments below. So we are doing this completely late, but better late than never. We're <laughs> going to be discussing game releases for May. We typically do this on the first taste cast of every month. Uh, our first taste cast of this month. We it was like a fucking almost three hour episode. And we just completely we decided to not even remember <laughs> we do this. So um, yeah, we're gonna do it right now. Uh, I was gonna read through the games and talk about what we're hyped for, what we're not hyped for, and yeah. So via GameSpot's list, uh, I like to pick theirs because some people's lists will have every single indie game ever coming out that month, and that list ends up, ends up being like a uh, hundred games. I'm like. That's all. That's a three-hour episode right there. So uh, I like to keep it to the 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 fucking the hard hitters. This website's pissing me off. The way it's fucking. If I if I scroll down a little bit, part of the screen goes and disappears, and then when I scroll up, it goes this and pops menu back in here. Yeah, the Gamespot yeah. thing because these websites are shit. They're all shit. Yeah. Um. All right. So May fifth, we got John Wick Hex that came out on PS4. We got on May seventh, Void Bastards, a game I've played. It's pretty neat. Finally coming out on PS4, but also Switch. That's May 7th. May 12th, we have or had Star Wars Episode One Racer came out on Switch. Also on Switch, we had Hatsune Miku Project Diva Mega Mix. That's definitely a Japanese game. Um, the, the name gave it away, but also the word upon word upon word upon word that they love to do over there. Coming out on Switch, May 12th. It did. May 14th, Oddworld Munch's Odyssey came out on Switch. Switch is just catching up with everything that came out. Uh, May 15th, The Eternal Castle Remastered came out on Switch. I don't even know what that is. Uh, May 19th, we got uh, The Wonderful 101 Remastered coming out on PS4, Switch, and PC. So if you didn't get to play that, I didn't play it. Uh, you have a chance to play it again. Then we got on May 22nd, Maneater coming out on PS4, Xbox One, Switch, and PC. It's coming out on everything. Isn't that that shark game? I think yeah. so. Yeah, Maybe yeah. the guys make, uh, yeah. is that Killing Floor? Yeah, I know one person who's actually interested in picking this up. Kind of. Every time I watch, I'm like, eh, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, May 22nd as well, we got Saints Row the Third Remastered coming out again on PS4, <laughs> Xbox One, and PC. May 26th, we have the long-awaited for a lot of people, New World MMO coming out on PC. Quick correction. Uh, so GameSpot has this listed as May 26th. New World's release for PC, as you can see right here on screen. And, uh, and I heard about this before, but I wasn't thinking about it when we filmed this. But it is actually coming out August 25th, 2020. I've heard this from people who have been hyped for this game for a while. I probably should have known this. Um, but, uh, yeah, I was just reading the list that GameSpot, a professional publication, had listed. And, uh, yeah, so if you're watching this or listening to this, uh, just know that this game is actually coming out August 25th. Not this month. Anyway. 
continue on. Let's go. Then uh, Microsoft, Microsoft, <laughs> Minecraft, it might as well be Microsoft Dungeons. Minecraft Dungeons come out on Xbox One and PC. I was about to say my opinion on that. We'll talk about that in a sec. May 28th, we have Shantae and the Seven Sirens. These games still are made. And there's this, there's a whole, kind of like fucking how certain people took over the Sonic oh, yeah. fandom. There's people who are obsessed with Shantae. Yeah, no, I know. It's weird. It's weird. <laughs> she comes up all the time. People are like, who do you want in Smash Bros? And there's like all these people show up like, Shantae! I'm like, where do, you, where do you guys come from? Where are you hiding? <laughs> I don't see you anywhere else. But people are like, what character from a game do you want? You guys just fucking come out of the cracks. You're like, Shante, bring her. I'm like, okay, just do it. Make them happy. Make them happy for once. <laughs> That's coming out on PS4, Xbox One, Switch, and PC, everything. May 28th. May 29th. No uh, offense meant to anyone who is a fan of Shante. Uh, May 29th, Bioshock the Collection, Borderlands Legendary Collection, XCOM 2 Collection, Xeno, Blade, Chronicles, Definitive Edition, all coming out on Switch. You're getting three fucking collections on May 29th. If you're a collector of pretty good games, that's a good day for you. Uh, that is the games for May. Which ones are we feeling? Which ones are we not feeling? I, I do think it's interesting that the Wonderful 101 is uh, remasters coming out because I know they crowdfunded and then are making uh, a new one now. So... Um, platinum games on that one by the way it's platinum games yeah i know that um so there's a new one of those coming out so i think this is probably to hopefully it's still some hype for the new one yeah um as well um i don't know anything about the game otherwise but i am kind of curious to check it out now that i want myself did not know that was their game until i saw it was part of their they had four announcements that a lot of people were like oh it's gonna be the next near and it, it wasn't though there was a near now so it wasn't what they Everyone thought it was going to be. looks sick. Yes. Um, let's see. Uh, I'm, I'm kind of curious about Minecraft Dungeons. I've been, said that since the, the day we got to see it. At first, I, I was like, oh, here we go. They're just yeah. going to start making a bunch of weird Minecraft games. And then, then after actually hearing about what kind of game it was going to be, I was like, eh, it looks interesting, actually. So I'm going to keep my eye on that one. Um, New World, I'm always interested in MMOs, but I'm never necessarily ready to hop into one, especially since the genre has been so stagnant for a while now. Mm -hmm. It really kind of has to show me they're going to try to make a new MMO, essentially. So, uh, But I, I am curious. And then uh, Xenoblade Chronicles, I'm picking up just because um, I have it on DS. I barely touched it on there. I'd like to be able to play it and then... I need to then play Xenoblade 2. And I have been using my Switch a lot lately, so... Which is a game that I do not stop talking about. I fucking love that game. Yeah. That's pretty much my list. There. Fucking the love it. I'm not too... Wondering. You're not excited for Hatsune Miku Project Diva Mega Mix? I'm not a big fan of... You're not a Mega Mix fan? Isn't Miku a uh, Vocaloid? Oh, yeah. So, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. That's Miku. Yeah. Not my, not my thing. Yeah, uh, I'll hop in next. So uh, let's see. Burr, 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 burr. Void Bass is coming out on other consoles. That's that's cool because I was kind of confused on why I was only out on one. A game like that would definitely work well everywhere. So it's an indie game. So I'm like, get these get these guys some fucking money. Stop stop hoarding them. Um, Wonderful One One. I'm curious about. That's a game I skipped over back in the day, and you know now with my knowledge of platinum games as a developer, like you know. Got into them a little later than a lot of people. Uh, I'm kind of curious on what they made before. Um, Maneater, I'm going to be curious to see what people say on it. Um, that's not a game I'm going to run out and grab, but it is a game that when it comes out on PlayStation Plus, I might enjoy. Um, 
New World, I'm definitely curious about, but I'm also I'm, I'm I'm morbidly curious on this game because I'm like, who's releasing an MMO in 2020? That's fucking wild. Outside of like free to play MMOs on mobile or whatever's been out eight years ago in Korea or Japan, finally coming out here in 2020. You know, the, the, we've talked about this before, but the genre is fucking, it, it's fucking dead. Outside of the ones that are already doing well, um, that only exist because they existed during the time it mattered, no one's making big new MMOs. It's it, You're not going to make money off of it, so it's not smart to do. But Amazon's a very big company that could absolutely lose money for years and not even worry about it. Um, <laughs> so that's why I'm curious. I'm like... Amazon can lose money. Amazon's trying to break into the games market. Amazon is making an MMO. An MMO that's not just like a fantasy MMO or sci-fi MMO. It's like a weird, like fucking old school rifle shooting, fucking Dark Souls style fantasy MMO. So it's its its own thing. Might be cool, might not be cool, but I'm, all, I'm, I'm here for fucking someone trying. Yeah. Right? Because I think MMOs, once someone comes out with like a revolutionary new idea for MMOs that nobody's doing right now. Uh, I think the market will pick up again. I think people just for like 10 years were playing the same feeling MMOs. Every MMO felt the same for the most part. And people like anybody who eat the same fucking thing for 10 years ago. I don't want to eat this anymore, man. I'm bored. Even if it's something you loved after a while, you're just like, come on, I fucking want something else. So um, I'm curious about new, new world. Like very curious. Like, I I want to see reviews on it, but I might just pick it up to try it out because it's weird. It's weird that we're getting this game. For sure. Um, and it's also Amazon games like, well, no, I think they released a free-to-play game recently. I don't remember. I got to check that out. But uh, I, I, I want to check it out. Anyway, uh, Minecraft Dungeons, Microsoft Dungeons. Um, I'm I'm with Chevy. I think it looks interesting. I think it's kind of, it's the, not the first thing I would think of. Same thing with fucking Telltale's micro, or Microsoft. Minecraft fucking, I fucked myself up with that joke. Now. now I'm like, what's real? I don't understand. Time is a fucking illusion. Um, it looks cool. I want to play. Uh, and then, of course, of course, of course, I'm going to pick up fucking Xenoblade Chronicles Definitive Edition. I love Xenoblade Chronicles 2. It's probably one of my favorite JRPGs of the last 10 years, easily top five to three. Um, so that's a must own for me. Uh, very excited for it. Chris. I can't honestly say that I'm very hyped for any of these games. Not Shantae? You seem like a closeted Shantae fan. <laughs> uh, you got me. You got me. Aha! Finally. Well, most of the games that are coming out are just re-releases um, or collectors, collection, collection edition type things. Um, so it's just nothing really crazy to hype about. I mean, Minecraft Dungeons is, is interesting, but it's not something I'm super hyped about. Man in whatever. Sharks. Ooh, sharky, sharky. Uh, Hatsune Miku Project Diva Mega Mix Mastermind Mold thing. I I've never played any of those games. And I don't have any. Interest I wish that in. game was called Ooh Sharky Sharky. I would buy it by the name alone. They should hire you. I think that's way better than Man Eater. Man Eater sounds so generic. But if it was Ooh Sharky Sharky, you get that like goose game, fucking audience. They're like, I want the Which, Ooh Sharky Sharky game. That game was awesome. Sure. So, <laughs> so if it's just called Ooh Sharky Sharky, show a little cute shark on the front, and then you just run through murdering people, people would buy the fuck out of it based off that alone. Yeah. Great execution, Chris. I would buy that game. Uh, <laughs> uh, and uh, the New World, like you said, I'm kind of a Chevy's but The MMO has to be something unique and new to offer me to get really into it at this point because I've played all of almost all of the major MMOs out there. I've dabbled in some of the weird ones too. So. 
Oh, I feel you. I've played all the major ones and all the not major ones. I've fucking dabbled in every MMO almost. It's fucking crazy. Most of them aren't that great. Also, since yeah. we're on topic of MMOs, you know PSO2 is supposed to be on PC this month, and they still haven't announced a release date for that? Uh-oh. Mm-mm. What's happening, guys? I want to play that. I don't know. We waited eight years for the fucking Xbox version, so uh, I guess we can wait a couple months. I don't want to play it on Xbox. I want to play it on my fucking computer. Yeah, that's my that thing. thing. That's my thing. They really need to cross-play, too, because we have like a person in the community, I'm sure. There would be more, but somebody in there who uh, who plays on Xbox, and it'd be cool to be able to play with him. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, I don't want to invest time in the Xbox version. I'd rather play it on PC. Yeah. I'd rather yeah. Play. I'm just so into my PC lately. It's fucking crazy. That's all I want to play on is my PC. I look at my TV. I look at my consoles. I'm like, nope. Daddy went back to PC Master Race. Sorry, bud. <laughs> Maybe when the new consoles come out. <coughs> Maybe he'll get my interest again. Which is crazy because I'm I'm in a very similar boat in that regard. Um, I'm at my computer constantly. Except though. for if I if I finally do turn my my system on, like you know, when I sat down to play Cities, I played it for like five six hours. So I was just like, apparently I can just sit here and play this. I just can't find the motivation to turn the fucker on. Oh, I'm sure some game will get me right back into my console, and I'll be only on my console for a long time, and I'll neglect my PC. But right now, it just feels good to be back in my roots. Yeah. I mean, we played everything growing up. Fucking, there was a time there where we were like hardcore PC gamers, pretty mm-hmm. much. So it's just weird to like only be playing PC games and be playing like hardcore, get good fucking games. It's, it's, I feel like I'm fucking 22 again. I don't, but Ooh. yeah, that's great. I'm glad you feel that way. <laughs> living, living, living the fucking the golden years again. So I'm feeling like I'm in my Vita 40s Loca. at this point. Huh? Living La Vida Loca? Yeah, I always am, for sure. I need a shirt that says that. Be like, oh, like Ricky Martin? I'm like, no, that's just me. <laughs> he ruined that. That's my life. Mm. Anything else? Uh, no. It's, pretty that's chill. it's a pretty chill month. Yeah, which is fine. Yeah, I, I welcome <laughs> it. Welcome it. If you're like, oh, no, I got delayed. I'm like, no, it's fine. It's fine. Stop. <laughs> I'm upset. No, don't be. I'll don't be. It's it. fine. You're going to play. You're going to play it eventually, and I can, I can go back and play some games that I wasn't playing, and everything's yeah. fine. Don't worry about it. Exactly. Just calm down. Have a little sippy of something and chill out. <laughs> a little sippy. <coughs> tell me when a sippy doesn't help. I don't know what you're sipping, but tell me, t- sip on your favorite thing. Tell me it doesn't help. Whatever the fuck it is. All right. Uh, let us know in the comments what games are you most hyped for in May. What games are you not very hyped for? Is there any games that are coming out this month that we did not read on this list? You're like, bro, this game is already out on Steam. Everyone loves it. You guys are way behind. You should fucking be playing it right now. Let me know in the comments below. Speaking of New World, we are going to get acquainted with it real quick. This is a four-minute video, very quick, uh, from IGN. This came out two months ago. But because I have not <laughs> been keeping up with this game at all, and I guarantee you guys probably don't keep up with it at all ever, we're going to watch this. It's going to give us an idea of what New World is since it is coming out this month. I figured it would be a good idea to get a conversation going on. Uh, do we need a new MMO? Do we want new MMOs? Is this the MMO that we want? Does it have good ideas? Does it not have good ideas? And uh, does the aesthetic do anything for us? Because it's a very specific looking game. Also, two things before we go into this. It's a Dark Souls inspired game when it comes to combat. So you're walking, locking onto people and blocking and swinging. Okay. Or shooting. And it takes a lot of ideas from Rift. Did you guys play Rift? Yes. I think so. Um, that was one of those uh, not perfect world. Who the fuck was the same guys it, who made Terra? It was a, it was a WoW clone with yeah. ideas in it. Yeah, though. Rob loved it. Yes, he did. Rob loved had, it. Had 
like a bunch of skill trees and stuff like that in it too, which is the part he liked about it. Like he, that you could multi-class and stuff. There's like that, these world so. events that were rifts would show up though. And people had to go into them and these huge yeah. fucking like raids that happened. And people loved that aspect of rift. Yeah. It was pretty much what their gimmick was. Yeah. Well, it's, it's funny. This game's supposed to have that as well. Okay. Yeah. Cause I'll say like, I know like, you know, essentially like guild wars two and, and final fantasy 14 and stuff like that introduced like essentially like uh random events that would pop up yeah. in random places and Rift kind of took that idea and made it more of a core concept event, of the yeah. game. Yeah, yeah. So I played it a little bit, but I couldn't get into it because um, unlike Rob's enthusiasm for being able to multi-class, I was just like, I don't want to learn this. Aesthetically, I still <laughs> like the way the game looked. Well, I had that problem with most of them, most yeah. sadly. Um, I thought everything looked really generic and lame. Yeah. I, I um, Even at most I've enjoyed playing, I just like... As, Here's the thing. You're gonna it's going to be really good for me to overlook that. Yeah. I would say you spend a lot of time staring at your character and the world. Yeah. I have, I have no interest exploring a world I think looks like shit. Yeah. Or so, characters that look dumb to me. In fact, MMOs, I can usually look over pain in the butt system stuff if I think it looks nice because I'm going to be spending a lot of time in it. So. That's how I got deceived by Block Desert Online. Yeah. Because it's the opposite. I'm yeah. like, this game looks amazing. Beautiful. I played it. I'm like... What the Ooh. fuck, man? Yeah. What there, is this? There's definitely a line there, but yeah. I, I would prefer to be, I hate to say this, but I, I would prefer to be a better looking game because you're going to be spending a lot of time. It does have to have systems to keep you hooked, but... Um, a baseline rudimentary MMO that does everything, check off the box of yeah. what an MMO should do that looks good will do better for me than like a world that looks like shit that might have some cool ideas, but other ones that are like, man, it has to have really cool shit going on. For sure. To overlook it. It has to show. But because you're going to be spending hundreds of hours in that game easily. If I like, if it's like a cartoony looking weird one, like I played a couple, they're like super cartoony and goofy looking. I'm like, I don't, this doesn't do anything for me. I'm not even talking shit. It just doesn't do anything for me. Yeah. I don't want to spend time in this. This like, no, it's fun. Sure. It's neat. It's, it's cool enough, but I can't imagine investing MMO hours into this. Exactly. Exactly. And that's how I feel with a lot of MMOs, yeah. just in general. So, and like Terra looked a little more interesting than fucking Rift, but still was really generic looking to me. Um, but Rift came out, did a lot of things. Wow, did and Rift fans correct me if you're a big fan of this. You're like, what the fuck are you talking about? Um, yeah, but when pretty, I played it, when it came out, experience. when I when it came out and I played it, I was like, this is just another at the time. Very many of them. Wow, clone chasing that money with a gimmick. Um, that was generic looking and I wasn't a fan of it. Um, but anyway, I don't want to talk about Rift too much, yeah. but this does take some ideas from it. So that's kind of interesting because when I was looking through the comments, we were like, finally fucking someone's taking Rift's idea. So there's people out there who, who are looking for that. Yeah. And I didn't get far enough in Rift to experience those ideas. Um, because I remember even hearing, like you said, Rob played it and he talked about it a little bit and some of the stuff sounded interesting. So mm -hmm. I just didn't, I couldn't play long enough to get to it. So for sure. Yeah. You guys ready to watch this? You got anything to say, Chris? No, no, no. All right. Uh, this is just going to be a general preview of what's coming. This is two months ago, so some of this information might be old, but it's just to get us, get the, get the fucking juices flowing. Uh, ready? Three, yes. two, one, and go. Finding success as a new MMO in a crowded market is no small task. Amazon Games hopes to add New World to the small list of truly successful, big-budget, non-free-to-play MMO games when it releases this May on PC. That's yeah, a pretty... 
uh, tapped. It's an impossible yeah. task, man. We recently got the chance to try out New World at a small demo at the Amazon Games offices. You gotta have like to a see their great vision fucking idea right now to break into this market. Right. In New World, you take on the role of an intrepid adventurer that lands on the shores of a strange foreign land known as Eternum that's overflowing with a powerful substance. It's up to you to decide the fate of the land, vie for control over its territories, and wage war against enemies. But it takes a while to get to the good stuff. The first several hours of New World were about as predictable and cookie cutter as PvE content can get in an MMO. There are lots of checklist quests and tons of tedious backtracking MMO, across mostly yeah. lifeless yeah. zones and a grind to reach the actually fun parts. There are open-world events and boss enemies to fight, but we didn't get to try any of that in our demo. Thankfully, the fun bits are really, really fun and will likely be worth the grind for the right type of player, namely the combat. The developers specifically cited Dark Souls as heavy inspiration, and it shows. Rather than targeting enemies and cycling through your auto-attack and lock-on abilities, you have to actually be focused on every attack. Each weapon has actual weight and hit detection based on its physical movement in cool. space, including projectiles, which makes PvP extremely intense. It's a thrilling rendition of typical MMO combat. New World also does not have a class system at all. Instead, you level up your base attributes through accruing XP and then also level up each of your weapon mastery trees alongside your base level. Interesting. From the very start, it's obvious that New World is built around PvP as the endgame goal. Mm. All of the you PvE content feels yeah. engineered to teach you the base mechanics before you're thrust into the massive territory control war battles. These battles are undoubtedly the main draw and main focus in New World and feature enormous 50v50 player conflicts. That's pretty crazy. In these battles, companies, aka guilds, do battle at large castles to try and take control of entire regions where players live and carry out their lives in-game. The entire economy in New World will be completely player-driven, so owning territories, setting tax rates, and controlling the flow of goods is crucial to the game's flow. There is a PvE alternative to the PvP wars referred to as invasions that take place at the keeps with a similar large-scale format against NPC enemies, but none of that was available for testing during the preview of it. good they have an alternative. Okay. Yeah. also didn't get to see yeah. the magic system at all. If the PvP side of things can live up to its promises, it may convert typically PvE-focused players into believers purely on the depth and intensity of its combat and interfaction disputes alone. But until we see more creativity from the PvE side of things or a clearer picture of what the path to endgame actually looks like, it's unclear if this upcoming MMO will hold players' interest long enough for them to get to the good stuff. For more on New World, check out our Everything We Know So Far video, and for all things RPGs, you're already in the right place right here at IGN. All right, what do we think? <sighs> I like I like the concept of like a Dark Souls esque combat system. I really I really enjoy playing Dark Souls, um, specifically, specifically for the combat system. I think it's really neat. Um, the fact that weapons have a weight to them is really intriguing. Um, it, it it isn't really doing anything new though, in my opinion. Um, it feels like it's taking things like in Final Fantasy 
14, you can use any weapon you want, and you kind of change how character plays. Obviously, it changes the set classes. This gives you a little bit more freedom of choosing what you want to do because you can level up your character as well as the weapon skills with those. But it also feels kind of like uh, Guild Wars 2 to me mm-hmm. in the, the big kind of open world concept and the, the targeting system. It has a, this kind of weird match between the two of them. And I don't know how well it's really going to transition into MMO players. Yeah. This game is riding a line that I've seen other MMOs try to do before a long time ago. But uh, it's now you know, 2020. Lessons hopefully have been learned. And really what it comes down to is if you want to make a more actiony feeling MMO when it comes to combat, you have to either commit to it being actiony or being straight up traditional. If you try and do in between, you're either just masking it's a traditional MMO with uh, what seems to be actiony uh, setup or or not. But like, yeah, it either has to be more actiony. Like we saw health bars there. So it could just play like the division but with melee weapons that makes sense it just has a health bar you're putting them down or whatever and it's, it's actiony but if it feels good and it's action that's going to make or break it if it feels yeah empty i'm not going to enjoy that grind um, but if i enjoy fighting stuff that's going to do wonders for me when to play it because mm. even if the uh routine expected uh Pv- pve grind of early mmos they all have it somebody please make that fucking awesome um I'm more inclined to want to keep doing that if I'm enjoying playing the game versus just slogging through it because I have to to get to hopefully what's good, whether my friends tell me you got to get to the end game or, uh, you know, I'm just trying to find out myself. Um, So combat's really going to matter. They didn't even show magic in that. They said they weren't even showing it, so they don't know really how that works. Um, But we did see it's more like a Dark Souls combat, which, like Chris was saying, I like that too. I like the idea of, like, you know, locking onto someone and fighting them. Um and, uh, you know, blocking, swinging or whatever, um, which is going to make sense for the PvP aspect of it. Though, if it gets too, if there's too many systems involved with the combat, you're going to get into, like, for Honor, Chivalry, Mordow territory. And traditional MMO players are not going to want to play that. For sure. Yeah. Like, I know that. I know you could be like, well, you know, they might, some, some might, small percentage of them. But anyone I know who likes to play MMOs, they don't play games like that, typically. Yeah. They're not into that in-the-moment, learn-to-parry in a fucking millisecond, block, make sure you're really good at stabbing people in the face and stuff. They're not They're not looking for that hardcore mm. PvP. Th- they're going to be fine with something like an Elder Scrolls title, though, where you, you block, you swing. Sure. Type of they're thing, different, so. though. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I... Whew. Actually, I have a lot of thoughts right now in my head about Good. this. Good. So, lay, lay it on me. Um, the one thing I, I want to just kind of put out there, like right off the bat, is I love the aesthetic of the game. I like games that have a more realistic tone. It's not cartoony. That is great for me. It doesn't <laughs> so, look like wow. Yeah. Um, so I love I love the, the 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 colors that they use, the character models, even the the in the beginning when it did have a very fantasy esque scene with that. Uh, bear like creature and and elk like creature boy and i boy. thought they looked great i love yeah. i love yeah they looked really cool even though that well, was kind of like the meshing like of scene, like but. a fantasy world discovered by what we would perceive as historical people i love that like stuff. within yeah. our world Look like fighting over movies. that land or whatever sure but i'm just saying it's it's an interesting take because mm-hmm. this game's not committing to a medieval fantasy or a sci-fi fantasy yeah. uh, aesthetic it's going this is almost like an alternate history where, where land was found that has like fantasy elements to yeah. it. And now they're fighting over it. And as a, a history nerd myself, 
I like the aesthetic as well because it looks historical. No, it looks great. And it because it does it also have the fantasy in with it. Um, mm-hmm. I think that makes it a, a lot of fun because you get to just be like, you know, the the normal people, but you live with fantastical things. So well, that's one thing I liked about Secret World. Mm-hmm. There was a modern game oh, with yeah. fantasy elements. The, the, and and to use a, a, another, though, more fantasy um, than this, but like Final Fantasy is like in general as a series, that's kind of their thing. So mm-hmm. um and I love that kind of stuff. So um, the other thing I, I thought was interesting too is they're talking about the player-based economy. Um, I'm always interested in that system. I'm always worried how it will work, but like games like Eve yeah. Online show that it works just fine. So um, hopefully the, they have a system in place that does make that work because I, I kind of like the idea of like the people who want to put the work in, they reap the rewards. And that is essentially like their country gets to be better for it, but then they have to make sure they're not overtaxing people and the goods are still able to come. I like the idea of that. It's a live-in world. As long as if you're not even like you're not good or you're just not as hardcore as them, but like I hope people who can go in that game and want to have a more fun, casual experience with the game won't be punished. Be Yeah, fucked for that. Yeah, and I agree. Because I I like the idea of like if you're hardcore and you want to like conquer shit and you want to fucking run shit, cool. Um, You should be rewarded for that. And that's old school. Uh, as I'd a design it, anyway. It reminds me of Dark Age Camelot. It's an old school <laughs> idea for an MMO, which I think is really neat. Uh, specifically the PvP aspect. It reminds me of older MMOs where they're more like, does. you got a war for this shit. You got to fucking fight. But at the same time, you're going to lose people if you can't hop in and just kind of do your own thing and do the PvE stuff and level up in a casual manner. Because there's so many. And this is not, this is not bad. It's not an insult. There are so many more casually driven people hardcore. playing MMOs and there's also hardcore as fuck people playing MMOs. You got a wide variety. So, but again, also you got to have the balls to fucking make the MMO you want to make. Cause that's where the fucking problem with MMOs came is everybody was like, we got to get as much people playing our game as possible. So what works? Well, wow. Learned a lot of lessons and that, that stagnated the whole fucking genre. So what well, having a heavy a balance. focus on, on casual content keeps more people. Yeah. So, um, but if you can find like a balance of like having some harder ideas that attract specific people, not other people, but still maintain a high enough pop mm. uh, on the servers, I think that's like the sweet spot. Because you can there's there's people who are going to be really into a game and be super dedicated to it um, oh, yeah. as long as it's good. But if you're just after everybody, you're going to make the most vanilla ass fucking experience because you have to please everybody, and the hardcore people are are going to leave. Uh, the fucking the people looking for something that's really exciting are gonna leave, and if your game's not supported well enough, all the casual people aren't gonna stay around. For sure. Anyway, um, quick rant. No, that's fine. And um, and yeah, just kind of bring it back to the 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 PvP focus and the the player driven economy. Um, it does remind me, like you said, of older MMOs, and I almost got this like flash of like Dark Age Camelot, where there was the PvP section, and then you go out into this area out here, and that was the PvP area that three factions all fought for towers and and relics and stuff like that, and the the winners or the people who had the most benefited the entire country. It wasn't just them. So, um, do they talk about the three factions in that video? They talked about multiple factions. I think if they said a number, I it went over my head. So yeah, apparently there's three. There's Syndicate, Marauder, and something else. So yeah, I'm getting fuck big Dayok vibes from that. That's funny. Yeah, because the Syndicate is like a secret society trying to gain everything okay. uh, through information. The Marauders are people who are like, if we're more powerful than you, we'll take it because it's ours. If you can't defend it, and then the other group, I forgot what the fuck they're called. 
Um, I don't remember. I can't remember everything about them. But yeah, there's three three factions you pick from. Okay. And those those war against each other, which I think is good to not just have the two yeah. factions. For then sure. You're yeah. like for the horde, you say that, and someone wants to kill you. Well, the three factions also for a game that is going to have a heavy PvP end game focus, as as the person in the video at least uh, brought it up, um, mm. and being able to to uh, adjust the economy stuff like that. It gets really easy if one fact if it's two factions because a bunch of people can just hop ship to one faction and you can still do that with three but it's harder because your your PvP events now have more variables. Mm-hmm. So uh, the 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 fight for power can switch more often if with three than with two. So um, the other thing I was gonna bring up is is the combat um, and I'm, and you had kind of s- said something about it earlier, but um, there is a a line that a lot of MMOs try to do. I'm going to call out Terra specifically, um, advertising itself as an action MMO, and that is just not true. It's a traditional ass MMO that just has With a free moving camera, different buttons you got to yeah. press to hit those macros. It still plays like an MMO. Yeah. Um, it's not you're not like swinging the weapon. You got to make sure it contacts them. You're still just casting shit, doing moves. Yeah. If you're in proximity, they take damage. It's the same thing. And it was a, a concern I had when I when they started talking about action, but then they said weapons have weight and there's hit boxes. I was like, okay, so they are making an action based combat system, mm-hmm. which I can, um, you know, I don't have a problem with that kind of stuff uh, as long as it isn't specifically like I don't want to play Dark Souls online essentially, but like that combat system, I don't think I don't have, I don't have a problem with that. Yeah. Um, so I am curious to see how it feels because that's going to be a huge factor, and then um. The unknown PVE endgame content because that's the only thing I'm going to care about. Mm. I might pick it up just to play through hit max level and then be like, okay, I'm done. I experienced what I want to experience with yeah. this game. But if it has an endgame, I might stick around. But I, I honestly think I'm probably going to pick it up because it, it is interesting, new. Um, I wasn't expecting There that. is aspects of the game I'm interested in. And honestly, any questions I have aren't going to get answered unless I try. So yeah. um, is it going to make me stop playing 14? No. Um, sure. I mean, you're invested in that one. Yeah. But it could give me something else to do in between patch cycles of yeah. 14, which I'm totally fine with. So, yeah, I'm always kind of looking and shopping around for like, because I used to try like all the MOs, no matter what. If yeah. it came out, I downloaded it, I tried it. Um, and I don't want really to do that anymore because the, the genre is fucking stagnant. But um, well, the companies that bought all the free to play ones are like not even hiding the fact of what they're doing now. So, yeah, it's 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 kind of pathetic. <laughs> it's the whole genre is kind of pathetic at this point, yeah. aside from, you know, the glow, the great examples of which the is, ones that already had their success and are just living off of the one in which this one is trying to get in there yeah. because they didn't mm-hmm. say it's not free to play yeah. is what I've, I've gathered yeah. from that. I don't know if it I think I option, think you. But. I don't know if it's monthly or not, but I know you, I'm pretty sure you buy it. Yeah. And I'm fine with that. Cause I know people are like pre-ordering and shit. So, yeah. Um, it's really interesting though. I did not expect to watch that video and have you say you're going to pick it up. So that's, that's cool to hear. Um, cause I'm also curious about it. I'm probably gonna pick it up as well. Um, just to see how it is. Could suck. I don't know. But, um, but at the same time, it's, it's a brand new big budget MMO. It's, it's weird. Intriguing. It's weird yeah. to see that happen. Um, so I'm curious about it and aesthetically, like, like you said too, um, I, I think it's interesting looking. Um, I like that it's in a time period where you're going to be using swords and shield, but also guns. That's nothing new to MMOs, you know, fucking Final Fantasy 14. It's, it's, you know, fantasy. So there's all sorts of fucking mechanisms people are using as weapons. Um, but, uh, but it's, it's, it's cool sounding. Um, 
like we've both said at this point, the action really fucking matters. If it, yeah, it sucks, does. it's gonna yeah. fucking suck. If it's decent, that's, that's good. And if it's great, in awesome. A Fifty v fifty setting. Yeah. That's yeah. that's gonna be a huge. So well, and that's my thing. It's like I I'm down for that kind of thing, especially if it's action. I'm like, that's cool. I can play that shit. But if it gets too into like learning to block at the right time and swing and fucking, yeah. it's it's not gonna be more down. It's not gonna be chivalry. And I play those games. I like those games. But I don't want to play an MMO of that. No, for, um, for that sure. That game is straight up getting that fucking arena and start hacking heads off and shit. And it's fun. You're laughing. You're like, oh, fuck, I died. And you, you kill somebody. You're fell. like, hell yeah. And you're done. Yeah. But I don't want to be playing like that in an MMO. Like, I got to look left to swing to swing left. And I got to look right to swing right. And fuck, I got to parry at the right time. Otherwise, my head's going to get lobbed off. I don't want to do that against NPCs. And I don't want to do that in a 50v50 match in an MMO where I'm like leveling. I'm just not going into it for that. Just like in... Division. I don't do the PvP very often because I, I play Division for the the co op. Um, yeah. Obviously, I'm not opposed to PvP. I play fucking Hunt Showdown. That game's hardcore. But uh, I just it, I got to be playing it for that reason. And I do think they have balls though for fucking having a hardcore PvP end game, and also being smart enough to go. But there's also going to be a PvP end game as well. It's an interesting way to branch off the two. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. To kind of split them up because. If you're making the end game PvP, then you're only going to get PvP centric people, and there's plenty of them. Yeah, but then if you make it PvE centric, people who like PvP are going to go. I'm going to go find MMO that does PvP. Yeah. Uh, so to cater to both of them, I think is is really smart as long as they nail it, and as long as the rewards are equally, they could be different rewards. That'd be cool. Obviously, get shit over here, get shit over here, but they got to be equally as interesting. I don't feel like I'm getting like less EXP for not doing this. I'm not getting the cool shit for doing the PVE or if I'm doing the PVP and I'm loving just grinding through that and I'm going, but if I play the PVE shit, I'll actually get good. So, like, I don't want to be like that. So that, hopefully they're very smart about it, but I think it's an interesting approach. So mm-hmm. that's Chris. I don't know. I'm still kind of on the fence about it. it, it just, just initially, them saying it's PvP endgame focused is is kind of a just for me personally a turnoff. Yeah, soon as said that, I'm like PvP they checked out. And yeah, but there was a key thing he said there. They got to play a build where a lot of stuff was missing, and he brought right. up you brought up, I should say, mm-hmm. magic. But then he also said there was a PvP endgame that they didn't get a chance to even touch, so he couldn't talk about it. Right. Uh, right. But I granted, just, from what we saw, yeah. Yeah, from what we saw, it still makes me cautious because I've played games where it started off as a PvE-focused game and they had PvP in it and then it became nothing but PvP Fortnite. Um, <laughs> I just don't... I've never played it since. Since it became this big PvP game, I've never played it. Mm. Ever. So, it's just... Personally, I am not drawn to PvP games. And if it's an MMO, it, I, st- I stay out of PvP almost entirely. Well, we talked about this, I think, last taste cast, but like Ion starts out really PVE centric and then does like what WoW used to do and having like territories where it's PVP. I can get behind that a bit, but it does get kind of annoying when you're just in the mindset of like, I just want to do my quest and move on. And you got people just kind of like waiting at, at where they know people are going to come and then just killing you. That's yeah. that shit's annoying. Um, yeah. Especially if you're not in, like, I like PVP. I like it. I fucking love that kind of shit. But like, I want to. I either want it to all be PvP or fucking have 
sections where I know I'm getting into PvP and not be in the mindset of going, I want to do the PvE, unless the whole game's like that. Like, if you're playing a game like Ark or playing, like, fucking uh, Conan Exiles on a fucking public server, yeah. you know the cost. You yeah. know what the, what's yeah. the risks. You're going into it going, I'm going to build this fucking empire. I get attacked anytime, and you're there for that thrill. But, like, if I've been playing fucking 40 hours of PvE, and then it's like, hey, you got to go to the zone to do quests now. I'm like, okay, it's all red. That means PvP. You go in there, and there's just... Normal stuff. You run to a guy. You got to fight him. Cool. Whatever you might win, you might not. But then you got the people just camping shit. And it's like this. This is such a departure from the hours I've invested in this game already. And it it just I don't know how you necessarily fix it because there is elements about it that I respect. I think I'm like that's cool. It's it's kind of like cool that the factions meet up at certain points and can fight each other. But at the same time too, gameplay wise, it does fucking derail my enjoyment uh anytime i run into that so it's kind of kind of tough but having that end game pvp sounds cool or having zones to do it or the whole thing be pvp is cool but it's really kind of hard to fucking nail that because yeah ion had the zones and then after that it starts turning into full-on pvp and that's what we had to look forward to and i'm like well i was really enjoying this game but now it's going into something that i wasn't really playing this game for so now my interest kind of goes out yeah and i think you kind of said it perfectly like if it's going to be pvp like uh like if there's gonna be zones for it it might as well just be that from the beginning that Mm -hmm. way the expectation is just there the whole time versus like you get in a groove when you're questing pv and that groove comes to a halt the moment you have to like defend yourself so the game changes completely yeah and even if even if like your starting zone wherever you start in the game that whole area is pve but you know most of the game, once you leave your starting area, is going to be a PvP zone. You still are like ready for that. But when it's like here, 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 here's PvP area, yeah. here's PvP area, it's such a fluctuation that you have to be in a certain mindset to really be down for that. And I feel like mostly PvP people are more stoked for that because they're trying to get to those zones. Mm-hmm. And the people who are not looking forward to that are trying to avoid those zones. Yeah. Every um, time I come into a game where there's a zone that's a PvP area, I just the sense of dread sets in. Like, okay, I have to fucking go through this bullshit up ahead, or try to find a way to get around it as fast yeah. as possible. I just I hate it. Yeah, yeah. And it sucks for me because I sympathize with both sides because I I am a competitive person. I like PvP, but also I like PVE. And I just I but I just recognize that there's a whole demographic of people who are just not going to enjoy themselves. So that's the thing is like you need to let people know before they buy the game. That this is a PvP centric game, yeah, and so you probably shouldn't waste time in it. Well, it's funny too because like I like <clears throat> I also don't generally do PvP, but I'm fine if it's something I've opted into. Like you know, to use like Destiny two as an example, or even Final Fantasy fourteen as an example, something I've decided I'm going to participate in the PvP stuff in this game, and then I'll go do it. Or I like the large scale stuff. Even when I played mm-hmm. Halo, I did the large scale battles most of the yeah. time. They were more mm-hmm. my favorite. So when he was saying fifty v fifty, I was like. If combat feels good enough, I don't I, I don't know if I'd be super stressed out about it. Well, if there's objectives there's to do. there's 50 fucking people. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's why yeah. I like old Battlefield games, too. It's when the I liked same idea, uh, so. the fucking PV, PV, EV, whatever fucking mode. PVEV. PVEVP. Yeah, in fucking mm-hmm. Guild Wars 2. I yeah. thought it was a neat thing. I participated a couple times before they completely wiped my fucking account. And um, it was neat. I liked it, um, but it's also a separate thing you you opted into. Opted into, yeah. yeah. Um, but I can also respect this idea of like if you had like a full immersive world, you're not loading into these things and these random events happen. Because I've heard so many stories out of like older WoW where these like wars would take place and shit in random places and stuff. Oh yeah, and that's that's really neat. But um, MMOs aren't there anymore. Yeah, MMOs don't do that anymore, and. Uh, 
if they are going to do that, you got to go into it knowing it's going to be like that. For sure. Yeah. Because yeah. a bunch of people I know who played WoW are not into PvP, but they still played WoW when it was like that. So WoW well, obviously I have, did something interesting enough. Well, I have stories of being like in those raids, regardless of like if I was on the side attacking or defending too when I played yeah. WoW. So, I mean, like even the PvP people got dragged into it. So, yeah. And that's kind of that, that kind of dynamic event is interesting to me because that's player driven dynamic events. And that's well, cool. and it's a story. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's a random event. And when something is so streamlined and stagnant, you don't really get stories to tell anymore. You're just like, Oh, oh where'd you get? Oh, I'm level 50. Okay, cool. That's the story. Cause you did the exact same thing as someone else. I, I've said it, uh, a bunch when we were were raiding in fourteen. I love fourteen to death, and I, I I couldn't go back and play eleven anymore. But I have way better memories of eleven than I do of fourteen, just because it was a more intense game mm. that had big punishments for failing. Yeah. So when you did something and you accomplished it, you were just like, woo! Oh, it's know? like fucking hunt showdown. I got yeah. stories to tell. I had videos to show people yep. and shit. When I play COD, I don't got anything to tell you. Yeah, no, you're just running around shooting each other. I killed other, like, a lot of people. I got killed a lot. I yeah. leveled up. Someone exactly. asked me, oh, how are you doing COD? I'm like, well, I unlocked this gun. There's a place, That's the story. There's definitely a place for both, though. But yeah, there's, sure. there's more I lo- storytelling. I, I mean, even like playing like when we played a bunch of uh, Ark, for example, like that was you're creating a story the whole yep. time. You're Conan. Playing, so exactly. I, I still got stories from Conan. So I still I didn't pick that up on PC. And play I almost did. It's 20 bucks right now. I might just do it. Yeah, me too. If you do it, I will. <laughs> so. I think I have it on PC. I think Cody was saying something about um. Imagine being able to walk more than ten feet from your. That's what I was saying. We were we were playing, I think Hunt or something, and we were looking at Steam. Because I was like, what, what what should we play? And for me, I'm like, what should we play? And I said, go to the store, and fucking, <laughs> I could look at the other games I own, but I'm like, what what else can we? play? What don't I have? Yeah, exactly. And uh, I was like, oh, fucking uh, Conan's twenty bucks, and he's like, oh, I was thinking about picking that up, and I was like, it's fuck, it's good, man. I got it on PS4. It's great. I would still play it on there, but. I still want to pick it on PC because you got that freedom to fucking yeah. have like a server server. Although fucking I, I have to give respect to them being able to even allow you to run a server on PS4. That shit's not meant to run servers sure. and yeah. you're able to do it. So yeah. with limitations, but you're able to do it. You can play a fun game. It just feels more like a co-op action game at that point than a, instead of a living world. Yeah, yeah for yeah. sure. Mm-hmm. Whew. Probably had more to say on that, Chris. We kind of just went into some shit. No, 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 no. I just, it's just PvP focused games. I, I like to know ahead of time what's the focus of the end game. Yeah. Or the game in general. I need to know. Yeah, it's it's a struggle. It's okay. it's something I wish I'd be. I'm very very weary of it for people because I know they're they're very different people who play MMOs. Oh yeah. There's very different people who play MMOs because there's such the the pull of the idea of being in a living breathing world with a bunch of people truly massively multiplayer not fucking 20 people 50 people 100 people but like a shitload of people on that server yeah. all doing independent things that's a really cool idea i, st- I still it just blows my mind that they're not it's, it's more one popular of my favorite ideas it's yeah. yeah i think a lot of people like the idea yeah. of it but also because fucking humans are social creatures and we like the idea of fucking doing stuff with other people and uh an mo allows that to happen on the most massive scale you can think of um but then it's like, well, what are we doing in that world? And it's like, well, you're going to be killing each other. And I'm like, I don't, I, you know, I could maybe do that, but I'm not really good at that. So if I'm not good at it, I can't really enjoy myself. Well, yeah. you better get good. I don't really want to work towards that, though. I'd rather just work towards something else. Or if you're into PvE and you're like, 
yeah, cool. Fucking, I, I love the idea of leveling with my friends and just getting new gear and shit and just living in this world and building our guild and stuff. And people are like, well, where's the PvP at? Well, it's got a PvP mode, but it doesn't really do much. Man, that's boring. I want to fucking win. I want to conquer. I want to beat everybody. I understand both sides of that. So it's just, it's rough. Absolutely. But it sounds like they're they're taking it to, they're, they're thinking about it. Yeah, I, I mean, I plan it when we're done filming. I plan on, like, actually looking into it a little deeper just to Me too. have... Um, more information on it. I do think. I guarantee. I'm gonna call it right now. Me and you play it, and we like it. Chris will probably pick it up. Well, probably. He's a social gamer. <laughs> but if we play it, if we play it though, and we're like, eh, he's probably gonna be like, eh, I'm fine. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> or if we're like, Chris, don't do it. It's PvP. So, we're getting murdered over here. So if Conan's twenty bucks, you might as well just go ahead and pick that up because I, I have a feeling he's, we could find. He said he already has it. Perfect. Yeah. I would. I loved that game on PS4, so I would absolutely pick it up on PC. Yeah, yeah, I'd play it again. That Obviously, was a game like, I could play for fucking hours and hours and hours and hours, and I did. Yeah, yeah, it'd just be nice to be able to actually send people on like an errand, <laughs> be able to lead <laughs> each other, collect yeah. something, yeah, yeah. please. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> for me, it was great because I'm like, hey, I'm doing what I want. You come with me. And you're like, okay, yeah. and everybody's just with me. So I'm doing what I want to do. But if somebody else was like, I want to go over there, I'm like, I can't. You got to stick with me. Well, especially Sorry. if like you wanted to hang back and, and protect the fort, for example. Especially since there is that system where NPCs will invade eventually. Conan on fucking PS4 also had mod controls. Yeah. That, that it's so fucking, it's unheard of. Yeah. It's, you could you know, literally wild. set up your server. Mm -hmm. You could change the time. You could fucking make people invincible. You could fucking speed up. Make You could do everything that you could do with the normal server. It's fucking incredible. You just can't leave each other. Yep. Fucking <laughs> props to them, man. But be better on PC. Yeah, I agree. All right. Plus, on PC, you can change you can change your dong size, and your in your fucking boobs. <laughs> These are very important features. Your bubs, your bobs. Well, fucking uh, cyberpunk. They're like, you can change your genitalia and all this shit. And people are like, like, where the fuck would I want to do that? I'm like, Conan did it. Why wouldn't you want to do it? I mean, if they're trying to sell you a complete fantasy where you get to be whoever the fuck you want to be, well, I think I get it. I think it's kind of cool because so. fucking you can make your character look any way you want and have whatever genitalia you want. Sure. Well, that's my point. And it's cyberpunk. You're in the fucking future where everybody is whatever the fuck they want to be. Well, and I would say both these games kind of fall into that pen and... Well, one definitely, obviously, is a pen and paper yes. game. They turn into a video game. But Absolutely. they both kind of fit into that like idea of like you're making your character and living a life. Well, like, and Conan is such a... Barbarian stuff. It's fucking. Yeah. I'm big. I'm buff. I take what I want. I kill what I exactly. want. Fucking. Maybe I want a giant fucking dick. <laughs> maybe I don't. I want to trip on it when I'm walking. If you don't have a club with you, <laughs> and you're getting in combat, it's good to have a fucking alternative. Fucking Conan's version of uh, uh, Muay Thai. <laughs> Pretty much. You just pull a thing out and go, <laughs> like those fucking those uh, things that uh, monks Blue. use and shit. I think we should move to comments. <laughs> Bro, this is a mature show. If you're a kid, don't tell your mom. Um, <laughs> did he watch the show or is she watched the show? Maybe they're fucking like 14. They're like, yeah, I like that they say fuck a lot. <laughs> kids I are the kids that used to nanny watch the show every now and then. See? That's what I'm saying. Um, Anything else on not yeah. dongs? No, fucking. I'll say we went from. Watching a video to just, yeah, <laughs> fucking death of Rome. Um, 
Let's all the comments. What do you think about New World? Are you excited for it? Not excited for it? Is there features that have come out since the last two months? I'm sure there has that we should know about. Um, are you going to pick it up? You're not going to pick it up. Are you excited for the idea of a new MO? Or are you uh, one of those people who's like, you know what? Fuck MOs. They ruined it. It's over. Thanks, Blizzard. Um, I'm going to piss people off with Did that. you beta test it? Is it dumpster fire? Yeah. Have you played Why? it? Um, have you watched people play it? Do you know more than we do? You probably do. Even if you don't follow the game, you're like, dude, I know so much about this game. Um, let's know everything you're thinking about in the comments below. All right. It's that time of this episode where we read your guys' comments. We're going to reflect on some of the episodes in this last week and read your guys' comments. Uh, hopefully, I have this in order. Which is the most recent one? Ghost Tsushima? That's the most recent one. So, um, shit. I, it's been so long since I looked at these and decided what comments we're going to read that now I don't remember. So, we had TasteCast last weekend. It happened. Where we talked about uh, Last of Us Part Two story story the trailer we all liked it um, Assassin's Creed Valhalla stuff we talked about that and why MMOs are dead we talked about that and we talked about it again this time so make sure to check that out if you want to see an expanded conversation on that and um, with that uh, we had a couple comments there's one that had STLG on it there it is um, which says from Psycho Scream if you want community game of the month dot 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 <laughs> You got to go through me. Ask TLG. I think this is in response because he was the one who was really pushing for Sea of Thieves, mm. which ended up winning last yeah. year. So he's doing a little bit of gatekeeping. He's fucking. Oh, he's been planning since the year started, too. I bet. I believe it. He's, 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 he's low key. Psycho fucking. He, he's low key. He doesn't talk shit, but fucking that guy, when he wants to win, he's pretty good at it. Um, also, he said, AC Valhalla gameplay trailer was lame as fuck. His words, not mine. Last of Us 2 trailer was incredible, but I do have to finish the first game first. May pick it up somewhere down the road as I am not a huge fan of the game as most others are. Very nuanced opinion. Uh, I would like a warrior style Lord of the Rings game. This is something I actually repli replied to you on. I've never been more sold on a Warriors game than that. Lord of the Rings is a fucking... You don't have to sell me on Dynasty Warriors games, man. Well, that's what I'm saying. But it'd be perfect. <laughs> fucking going to random locations. And this is Psycho's idea. I'm just fucking backing him 100%. Going to random Middle Earth locations, fighting fucking, uh, you know, orcs and all sorts of shit. There's plenty of enemies in that there, world. So many fucking people you could play as, too. Yeah. There was kind of a game like that back in the day. Yeah. But it wasn't quite like open worldy. It was kind of like linear hallways, but you still played as the characters through the story of Lord of the Rings and they had like combos and things like that you could do. Yeah, there's only a couple of characters you could play as though too because I played it a little bit. I liked it. Yeah, you could play as like Gimli, Aragorn, and Legolas and I think Frodo and Gandalf for like hidden characters. Yeah. I'd say it'd be cool to like straight from the books, not the movies, have like all these characters from the lore as playable characters and ones you can unlock and then plenty of weapons I can make up other fantasy weapons and shit to unlock or whatever cool fucking locations from middle earth and then plenty of enemy types i mean it's it's literally perfect they've made warrior games with like from games that have with like less. five main characters yeah. and when i see that i'm like what are you gonna do that doesn't really fit berserk i love berserk love berserk that one though i'm like you, you could have added more characters they didn't they yeah should've. they probably didn't think they were gonna sell the same amount though i bought it as soon as I cook, so I'm like, if this disappears, I need this physical copy because I'm a fucking dork when it comes to Berserk. 
I'm like, I need this. It's limited. <laughs> you can get it digitally. No, I need the physical archaic copy. Um, yeah. So anyway, we were talking about his comment. Yeah. Um, do you guys got any thoughts about him uh, fucking holding Game strong at the hill of fucking uh, community pick game of the month in well, December? All I got to say is if, if you have the actual ability, uh, who can stop you? I don't know. Somebody who votes more than him. And then uh, what do you think about his Valhalla gameplay? He's lame as fuck. We all pretty much said that. We're, we're on the yeah, same page. He's just echoing a bunch of stuff um, with, you know, with more of his own opinion obviously attached to it but like they're really similar he's just a follower yeah not what i said (laughs) bad translation (laughs) i don't speak that language chris any thoughts uh he's just based on what you guys said we have the same opinions pretty much on most of the stuff yeah uh i like your comment on last of us two trailer though saying it's incredible so obviously it really impressed you but you're also saying that you're not the biggest fan of the series but you still got to play the first one all the way through so coming from somebody who's not like a super hyped fanboy like me um you still thought the trailer was really good so that's that speaks a lot i always like hearing that kind of uh opinion it's easy to hear people who hate something say they hate it and people like something say they love it but finding that in between is always always really interesting um and then uh, we got Runty saying, in regards to the Golem game, I actually think the idea of telling a story from Golem's perspective is a really interesting one. He is a chaotic and self-interested character, um, and I think that could make for a really fun and complex story, but realistically, I think it will likely just be a one-dimensional sneaky sneak game. I see potential there, though. This is uh, pretty much, we, we watched... Uh, uh, or read. You did. I did, yeah, and I relayed some yeah. of that info on the, the Golem game, and uh, none of us seemed super stoked about the idea of it. No, well, it, so, and we talked about it then, but just to kind of, like, at least from my thoughts of it, like, there's already, like, a lot of Lord of the Rings games mm-hmm. and a lot of good ideas that were used out there that didn't get expanded upon or used, and then... Yeah. The biggest connecting factor with all these games was they always find a reason to, to plug Golem in there. And as much as like I agree his character, uh, I, in fact, I agree with everything you've said about yeah, me him as a character. Um, that's not what he's used for in games. So if they can prove me wrong, awesome. I am here for it. But I agree with your last sentence as well, which is going to be it's just going to be a sneaky sneak game. Well, I like so. the nuance of this this comment because she's essentially saying it could be good, yeah, if they did the right mm-hmm. things. I completely agree. Yeah, will it be? Sure. Probably not because fucking we're probably going to get what we expect we're going to get, which is going to be a rudimentary run the mill fucking stealth game with Colin. Yeah, and like I said in my response to her uh, in the comments, this is probably. If they first off thought about at making a Gollum game that's going to be deep into his character, finding more out about him, cool things specific to him storyline wise to have to you know use his psychology or whatever in these situations to just expand on the character more, and then made that into a stealth game, that's cool. But they probably made a st- they already had a stealth game being worked on or thought of. Like who can we use Gollum? Why? Because he's part of Lord of the Rings. People like Lord of the Rings. People like Gollum. And that's probably what I think is going to happen, but I could be wrong. And I agree with you on, in the sense that, yeah, they, if they they could make something awesome out of this, I just don't think they will. It, it could be, it can be really interesting game story wise, but I mean, it probably would transition better to like a mini series than it would have a game. To yeah. be honest, I'd be down um, to watch that. If, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Just like like a I don't know twenty episode mini series would be great. 
But it's a long ass series, man. Um, <laughs> it's a long golem series. Say, <laughs> True Detective did ten and did what great. What season of Golem are you on? Thirteen. Yeah. What's he doing? <laughs> He's talking to himself. Man of rock. Is he talking to himself in three different voices now, or just the two? He's got. That, are you that far? Oh, that's a spoiler, dude. I know that that was gonna happen. Um, it could also make a, an interesting, like, Telltale version game, but. I don't know. It's just, like you said, it's probably going to end up being a generic sneaky sneak game. Yeah. Yeah, we'll see. Yeah. Um, I think that's all the comments we got time for here. I think there's another STLG. I think it's on a different um, uh, video. So, thank you, everybody. Commented. Moving on to the other one. We got um video where I reacted to... Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 1 and 2 Remake, something I'm actually pretty stoked for, and uh, PlayStation rebranding its studios. Um, that I believe that was Tasty Tuesday that, that I'm referring to mm-hmm. here. And, um, yeah, we talked about that. And uh, one comment I want to read was from Maneki Neko saying, I still have Tony Hawk's Pro Skater for Game Boy Color along with my see-through purple Game Boy Color. It's horrible. Lol. But I remember playing that Pizza Hut demo disc nonstop for weeks. Who those demo discs fucking take me back. Uh, I was 16 and my ex was pregnant at the time. Fast forward eight years. I took my kid to meet Tony Hawk. He was stoked. That was a very sweet ending. Yeah, I thought I thought it was uh, I thought it was a fun comment. Yeah, uh, I always say you get a little life history there. It's game mm-hmm. related. You get a little nostalgia with demo discs. Yeah, no, that was that was quite the journey you took us on in like couple sentences yeah yeah Yeah, it's a couple sentences i read that after i was like that's cool i like that i like everything there i like that you got that game boy i like that your kid got to meet fucking tony hawk that's awesome yeah thank you for sharing that chris that's a sweet little story same um and then we got doc camo saying i'm not sure either xbox or sony will dominate this console generation if nintendo can keep impressive games running on the switch nintendo will return to the top this Let's is, not have an hour-long conversation no, no, because we could easily do I, I'm just going to keep it really simple. Yeah. Um, generally, when this conversation is being had, Nintendo is not usually included in it because they do not put themselves in it. You know who's in competition? Sony Microsoft. Sony Microsoft. You know who passed Microsoft? Nintendo. <laughs> if they did. Um, <laughs> it's like if you and your brother are like, let's race to the end of the street. You they, do it, and one's breathing back there, and then the third guy just goes cruising past him. It's like, who the fuck's this guy? There's obviously this ecosystem <laughs> He's racing. where all three of these be companies there. are there. But Nintendo's always, always been the company that's just over here doing whatever the fuck they want, right? Just And it's doing amazing for them. Um, I, we brought it up before, but like you know, their most recent first-party game has sold 13.5 million copies in a month. Like That's crazy numbers, but they're it's not... Great. They're not shooting these kind of numbers out constantly. Resident Evil just surpassed 100 million copies for the franchise. Wow. Yeah, it's quite a bit. Yeah, it is. Um, I'm trying to remember where I was going. Oh, um, (laughs) whoops. Sony and Microsoft, though, are both companies that are very much in direct competition to bring out the most powerful uh, while still being able to afford hardware uh, and then trying to bring experiences to those to directly take from each other. Um, I, I honestly don't view, I don't think anybody views Nintendo as part of that. So I uh, do. I look at those sales numbers on those consoles and I'm like, Jesus Christ. 
No, 100%. That Switch is killing it. I love my Switch. But uh, I fucking love it's it. It's funny how it just, like, it isn't part of, like, that that, that discussion, like, ever. Yeah. Um, well, because Nintendo spent generations separating themselves from everything else. Yeah. Because they went, right. well, we don't make traditional consoles anymore. We make things for everybody. These are fun experiences. We just want to make fun experiences. We make the Wii. Yeah. We make the Wii U. Oh, we made the Wii U. Then we forgot about it. And so did you. Here's the Switch. A straight up fucking console and that you can <laughs> take with you or play at home. And you can't find one right now. <laughs> yeah. So they're obviously doing well. Yeah. Um, do I think that Nintendo could return to the top? Could? Yes. Oh, yeah. Will they? Probably not. But they have been on the top before. Um, sure. Not in the long term because Sony, if you look at the sales of all consoles ever, I think second place is the which game boy one of those it's things. the ds yeah yeah that thing sold really well but i believe it's the ps2 that's the most sold 144 million i think so it's Something fucking like crazy but it was also one of the first like multifunctional c- consoles but too, if there's so. two fucking uh companies that are used to being on the top when it comes to sales it's nintendo and sony yeah so could they do it fuck yeah they could and with the 64 thing was super fucking popular came out the wii was super popular i was not a fan of the wii Everybody's like i love it i'm like i think such a fucking gimmick super fucking popular um the switch is super popular i just said it's sales past the xbox that's not a dig at xbox just a fact um with this pandemic right now there you can't get the fuckers yeah I know all, all these people going like, should I pay $500 for a Switch? People are like, what are you talking about? Like, that's the only one I can find. And yeah, I'm like, insane. Jesus Christ. I've had crazy. to tell like four people now. I'm like, you need to call stores for the shipment dates. Like, because yeah. it's, so, you know, it's reminding me of, because me and you, and, and I'm sure Chris did too, grew up in, in that. He grew up for sure. Well, I don't know if he did this. That's, yeah. Let me get to the He's point. He's boy. <laughs> grew up in that time where like. You went to the store, you waited for the door to open, and they were like, we have three, and everyone else in line had to go home. We, me and you, had the N64 pre-ordered. We got it the first night it came out. We went to a Walmart. It was snowy out that night. I remember it. And fucking, we had to wait like two hours. One. To get that fucking. Nine, nine, ninety nine for the Dreamcast. I stayed home to get it first day. Went, and then I remember. And then you stayed home for the first week of the PS2's launch. Yeah, it was PS2. Yeah, you stayed home. Every the day whole week. went to <laughs> Toys R Us. Every day yeah. went to Toys R Us, waited in line. That doesn't exist anymore. Yeah, that, that, <laughs> like, it, might this year. it might this year. It might this year. A Walmart an hour and a half away from where I lived yep. in the middle of the night just to pick up a 64. That's what we did. Yep. Yep. So it's feeling a little reminiscent of that right now with the switch. <laughs> so, well, now that Sony's like, we're going to cut back on, on production on the fucking tells me it's expensive PS five. Well, it also tells me that they don't know everybody's going to be ready to buy a PS five all at once. So why produce that many? Yeah. They'll probably produce plenty after if the demand hits and more people need them right now, they'll up, up production. Sure. I guarantee it, but it's them going, we don't need to produce that many. They're doing like, fucking what two million less than than they did with the ps4 something like that it's not that much but it's still less than yeah. what they produced with the ps4 um, makes me nervous makes me nervous because i want that thing day one i mean I'll, I'll have the money for it luckily i'm still working and stuff not out here I fucking mean, trying to brag about that honestly but. unless i see a game i need to buy i don't need it day one so i want it i yeah. want it just so i can play backwards compatible games at better graphics assuming they still won't talk about the I stupid thing. Sony, everything. Sony's fucking out here though, going like, "Don't judge this thing yet. You don't know anything about it." They haven't said shit. I, I know, but that scares me because I'm already stoked for it. 
So I'm like, what are you hiding? They're still building it. That's the problem. Because recently, <laughs> recently, uh, Tim Sweeney came out and he's like, the SSD on this thing is faster than any PC has right now. And then a bunch of people went over to fucking Linus Tech Tips and they're like, find an SSD that's faster. And he's like, I can't. It's weird. Because Sony's a tech fucking company. They get crazy on weird shit like yeah, this. For sure. To their own detriment. Self-processing. Well, that shit sucked. The, the problem you're going to have too, uh, and I mean, you know this, you've, you've witnessed the war, but um, probably partook in it a couple yeah. times. Uh, I'm a soldier on the front lines. People see numbers and they're, they're sold I'm on a it. Sell sword. They're just like, but the, the T flops. Oh dude. Don't get me started. Okay. Everyone who talks about T flops. You were sold a number. Congratulations. Everyone who so. t- talks about T flops. I'm like, what's a T flop? Yeah. Like, I don't know. It's it's a metric of of power that you get to sell to people and they get to quote it like a bunch of it's, fucking. It's a vague measurement of processing power. Anyways, both systems are going to be powerful. Yes, because they're going to play the same fucking game. The difference though is Xbox will be a powerful PC. Yes, the PS Five is going to be a fucking Frankenstein console, like Which Sony is does. Not Sony's first foray yes. into that. Yeah, so. Because every time they make a console, they're like, we got a new technology to put in this thing. And developers are like, please fucking work, dude. <laughs> please don't we just be difficult. Put, please don't be We just want to put games yeah. on the fucking thing, dude. Don't don't make this difficult. Yeah. I and mean, then with the PS4, they're like, okay, yeah, that's fine. And, and then, then PS5, they're like, wait, we got new tech. And they're like, oh, shit. And, and me and Seth have talked about this a lot. But, like, you know, the PS2 had – or not PS2. PS3 had the, that cell processing, mm. which uh, they didn't continue with for a reason. <laughs> yeah, no, they dropped that shit. And if you look at uh, to to drop a six hundred dollar fucking console that nobody wants to make games for. Yeah, but but it's a cheap Blu-ray player for the time. Sure, because uh, <laughs> they were a thousand bucks. Yeah, when they came out, um, they did the same thing with DVDs though when it came to the PS2. Yeah, and yeah, Sony's, but the PS2 at least and was CDs priced. with the fucking PlayStation. Yeah. Um. You know, the whole thing with that is like to, to go into the world of like emulation and stuff. PS3 is like almost impossible, even for like PS2 like, is hard to crack for a long time. Well, even like Sony, mm-hmm. like talking about backwards compatibility, they almost like never will mention PS3 because it's a pain in the ass in all regards. They know what they did. <laughs> it's like it's like the people who fucking invented the fucking A bomb. Everybody's like, "What did we do, man? Why did we make that?" Yeah. So. Sony with that fucking PS3, they're like, "God damn, what were we doing?" <laughs> It had some good games, but at what cost? And I know, and, and like I said, me and you have talked about this, but like the Sega Saturn, you know, was is a very similar like case where like the hardware was so fucking wonky that it's yeah. it's it's really hard to emulate. So yeah, it's easy just to take all the parts that you put in a PC, put them into a console, runs games, cool. But then people like fucking Sony and Nintendo sometimes with their hardware, uh, like their physical peripherals and stuff, they go, "What can we get fucking weird with?" Yeah. Like, there's rules to power in consoles, but what if we make our own rules? <laughs> like, fucking gamble, dude. We'll see what happens. What if we sell them cardboard? That's Nintendo. Yeah, Nintendo's the only what, person. What if we make trading Sony, cards, but in them are Amiibo chips? Sony could never sell cardboard to anybody. No. If Sony came out like, we got cardboard stuff, people are like... Keep it to the fucking the third person action games. And all these people making microchip. Where's fucking, the story at? Uh, uh, figures to collect. Some of the, the they last for a while, but guess the only one that still exists now, Amiibos. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah, even, weird. And even them, they're switching them to fucking cards because like Skylanders can, and shit. Yeah. Yeah. 
where the fuck that was called. Because it's cheaper to produce a fucking trading card than it is a uh, figure. So, Did Doc Camo ask us about what we thought about the history of consoles? No. This is those tangents you warned about at the beginning of the episode. Yeah. yeah. Chris, do you have any thoughts on Doc Camo's comment about uh, Nintendo possibly getting to the top if people don't watch out? I kind of feel the same way you guys do. Nintendo's always there, but they never are like the... It feels like this weird, like, they never, like, pro- like steal a spotlight on purpose. They always kind of stay out of it. Like, yeah, we're here. That's great. But we're just going to kind of stay to the side and accept this award silently. It never kind of is like this big feeling of like, oh, we're at the top, blah, 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 blah. And that's mostly because of the, the fan base of the consoles. Doing like, well, you know, we're better than you or whatnot, usually. You know, I'm better than this system. Well, I'm better than this system. Um, but Nintendo always feels like it's always there. It's always present, just kind of in the shadows. Watching, just like, yeah. Dude, it's loud though. It's weird, man. Especially with how Xbox has evolved into this. Like, we're not, we're not participating in the console war. We have the strongest console ever made. <laughs> and then fucking Sony comes out, and they're like, "Oh yeah," and they're like, "We're not trying to fight. We're not doing competition. What are you doing?" And Sony's like. Oh, I thought you were talking shit. They're like, no. We have the strongest console ever made. There's never been a stronger console than us. So he's like, okay. Okay. <laughs> Fucking do an event. We're gonna. Okay, yeah. We'll see you there. What do you mean? What does that mean? Nothing. We'll see you on your event. It's our event. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure we won't steal that fucking... Steal that attention. And then while everybody's watching these two bicker about this shit, like, why does he keep talking shit and then saying he's not fighting with him? And that guy's just being an asshole. And in the corner, there's just a kid fucking doing something. They're like, what's he doing? He's like, look over his shoulder. He's fucking making stuff with cardboard. You're like, oh, this is interesting. <laughs> While the other two people are fighting. I mean, that's literally what's going on. He's not even fucking involved with these guys. He's just over there. This is neat. Like, yeah, that's neat. I'll pay you for that. You are correct. Yeah. I'll give you $50. Nintendo doing its own thing. <laughs> and then Atari's over in the corner going fucking trying to make a shoddy rocket. I swear this thing will fly. We're fucking, we're going to try and get this thing to fucking go to space. You think it's going to work? You haven't made a rocket in fucking like 30 years. No, it's going to work. Those pieces are like shit. Well, that's all we have. Hold on. We're also going to make a hotel too. Don't worry about that. Like, cool, Atari. Like a crazy grandpa in the fucking basement. I mean, very good analogy. Yeah. I'm all about it. Anything else? No. No, thanks for the tangent. Yeah, thank you, Dakamo. Thank you, everybody, for your comments on that episode. Uh, and then we get, uh, my highlight reel of hunt showdown. Thank you. Everybody watch that. That actually got like 106 views, which is awesome. Thank you. I didn't expect to have that many people watch that. Um, and I'm just gonna throw these all together at once just because they're all pretty much the same thing. But a couple things I want to address real quick. Keith says you're savage as fuck. Thank you. You have to be to play that game. Uh, you will not survive otherwise. Uh, Amelia Cho says solid gameplay highlights. I don't think it's a game for me, but I enjoy watching others play it this is something i keep hearing as well this is a game that people like seeing people play because it's it's exciting you're like oh fuck you lose it all kind of fits in that dead by daylight thing sure in that regard yeah Yeah. um if i was more open to streaming this game and not wanting to look at the chat while i'm playing i would probably be streaming it but this game i'm like just glued to the screen uh aaron mo said i love the feel of this game slower paced but at the same time such a uh, tense feel i definitely watch if you end up streaming it so maybe I should stream this game. Um, yeah. And then uh, Mila Cho also said the beginning of the video made me think this looks like an N64 FPS because it's super fucking dark and the compression both on the export of the video and then the upload onto YouTube takes the quality away. And then the darkness, it does. I watched it. I was like, 
you know, it doesn't look as good as it should. And then I saw it later, I'm like, oh yeah, there's the beautiful looking game that it is. So, um, yeah, first off, I want to thank everybody for commenting and watching the video. I really appreciate that. Um, but also, uh, I just kind of want to showcase that even people who are not going to play this game seem to still be interested in, which yeah. is pretty cool. Yeah. I mean, it makes sense to me. I, anytime you play, um, any game that is like, <clears throat> you know, hyper competitive, but has like a thing to it. Mm -hmm. I always enjoy watching it. Yeah. Um, because there's still the objective, which I think obviously is the, the means to, to, uh, get there. But then the chaotic nature of people, being part of the equation that can shoot each other is kind of like, you know, like you, you've said a million times, Daisy has that. And then we have a million things that have kind of come and evolved from that. Um, there's excitement there to be watched, even if you're not participating because the, the tension trans transcends the playing. So, yeah, yeah I agree. I used to watch um, someone play this game pretty regularly and it was really enjoyable to watch, but I, I always felt like it'd be a little too intense for my tastes, but uh, it, it has this really cool, like dark fantasy, like paranormal, like, you know, information to it. I'm really into that kind of stuff. I'd like to find the lore behind all that stuff. So it's just this game in general is just really fun to watch because of that and try to figure out like how these monsters are weak to certain things and stuff like that. Yeah. It's generally entertaining to watch. Yeah. It's, it's more than just the shallow FPS. There's, there's things to think about and those things come and play on top of your skill as well. So it'd be interesting to watch somebody else play that. I assume just because you're seeing if they're if they're using all that information, even the audio is information, everything in the game makes sound. So every mm -hmm. every sound is telling you something in that mm -hmm. game. So it, there is like a fucking a goddamn blues clues fucking element to it where you're fucking, I found a clue. And you're like, I hear somebody, boom, and then you're fucking dead. Um, <laughs> all I see is blue nose scamp around the ceiling instead of the spider. Just <laughs> well, that would be a mod. That'd be scary if you walk into a fucking room and you hear fucking... And he's look over in the corner and there's a fucking blue just behind it. And he fucking comes running around shit. <laughs> that would be fucking pretty scary. I'd be on edge if I saw that. I'd throw a Molotov right on him. It's like the fucking Resident Evil mod where they had the train bust through the fucking... Oh, I love it. Instead of Mr. X or I love all those fucking mods. <laughs> or like, we want to get real old school left for dead and all the... The zombie noise is being replaced with... Ooh, oh, yeah! yeah. <laughs> Macho Man is coming... <laughs> I've been to the top. Jesus. That shit fucking cracked me up, dude. That shit's ridiculous, especially with all these zombies just running at you fucking nuts and they're all screaming that. It's like, God, whoever made that's a genius. Um, so yeah, we need blue as a spider. Yeah. As the or player. on my next highlight video, if I make one, fucking every time we find a clue where I shoot someone in the head, I'm going to have blue pop. I'm like, whoop. He'll, he'll be the, the uh, a whoopsie. For you. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Pop. Whoopsie. He's like, <laughs> or have what's his nuts? Steve, not the new guy. New guy. It's been like fucking sixty Joe. years. But yeah, Joe, that guy. Fuck that guy. But uh, but yeah, I'll have Steve fucking go. Oh, look, a clue. That'd be ridiculous. You, you would start attracting some more of the OCD uh, YouTube watchers then. TikTok watchers. Yeah, that's pretty much where they're, they're yeah. growing. Yeah. I need fast-paced stuff that means nothing. That makes me laugh in twenty seconds or less. Let's go. Oh, too long. Bye. Like, well, fuck. All right. Now, time to respond. 
All right. Uh, thank you for the comments, everybody. Moving on to the last video, which was something reacting to Ghost of Tsushima 18 minutes gameplay and Unreal Engine 5 tech demo. This is just me. I don't know if you guys got a chance to watch those or not. Nope. Chevy did not. Negative. Ooh, okay. So uh, this is just me and you guys can chime in, obviously. Uh, Simon, two questions. Randall said, it's about them triangles man triangles within triangles within said triangles that make up just one triangle and a sea of triangles made up of triangles of the same triangular nature now i don't that's in reference to in the video they're talking about the amount of triangles uh they can put into a scene at once pretty much talking about the density of of the you know i, I think they said i'm not even using polygons or something like that anymore but fucking um the ak textures and shit everything just the amount of information they have in the thing they're talking about triangles so he's talking about them. Uh, now, I don't know how many devs will use uh, UE5 to its full potential, but it looks impressive, all right. That's ridiculous amount of detail triangles we're talking about. I agree 100%. And Ghost of Tsushima is starting to interest me. The landscape looks great. The soundtrack is catchy, and that's some praise coming from me. I hate Japanese music. Well, goddamn. Uh, at least he's honest. And the combat looks layered. Also, like the uh, authentic uh, animations to it, it looks stiff, but technical stiff. You know, triggers may, uh, triggers my non-existent weeb boner. Weeb boner. You and Almax I should have a conversation. Um, any thoughts on that? Anything you need clarification on? Because this is purely that was my video. I haven't seen them, so no, I have. No, I can't comment. Well, E or EU. UE5 is very good looking, so I agree with him on that. Um, even though he's talking about the triangles they mentioned, he's also talking about it. it there's a lot of detail going on. The AK textures, very fucking, very fucking sharp looking. And that's running on PS5, so it's going to look like that. Not that demo. They put a lot of work into that specifically. That was meant for people to see, yeah. but games will be capable of doing that. Um so I was also very impressed. And then Ghost Tsushima, that's cool to hear you say that. Specifically, if you have some reservations about certain things about that, it still interested you. Um, every time I see that game, more and more and more, I get more interested. But this last video was the one that finally like solidified that not only is this game going to interest me aesthetically, I'm into Japanese stuff like everybody else, I'm into samurai stuff like everybody else, ninja stuff. But well, aside from you not liking Japanese music, I love Japanese music, uh, modern and and you know, old school. Um, but seeing the gameplay finally, I was like, this is going to be a fun game to play too. That's cool. That's the only thing I was worried about because I've played the last games they've made. They're all fine. They're very well made, but um, I didn't really like playing them too much. So I was like, is it going to be like fucking infamous and like how like weird stiff the fucking jumping around and kind of float on to anything you're jumping on? It's kind of sad that is like the biggest reservation I have. Yeah. And yeah. that video squashed it. Yeah, I need to watch it. So. Yeah. That you can be a samurai or ninja. You can walk in and just like in the movies go boom and fucking slash dude and slash dude and slash dude and just take him out in one hit or be a ninja. And it looks like Splinter Cell to me. As some people said Tenchu. Um, I always res I, I'm I'm reserved at saying Tenchu because Tenchu, if you go back, it's Metal Gear Solid except for ninja shit because you're up against walls, knocking on the walls, right. using tools, poisoning food, shit like that. Whereas like Splinter Cell, you're fucking like running, jumping, hiding real quick and the shadows coming out, fucking taking a dude out. And it looked kind of like that to me, but it's own thing as well. Looked very cool. But, and I, again, I want to say <laughs> triggers my non-existent weeb owner. Is it weeb owner or weeb boner? It's hard that. to say. Anytime I see that word, I just kind of blank off. So I like it. It's like cuck, except for weeb. 
I, I agree with you on, on cuck. I think that's a fun word. The it's close to fuck. I, th- I think uh, <laughs> weeb was fun, but everyone overuses it now. So One person does. Well, no, even outside of that. <laughs> I see it all over the place. I'm just like, Jesus Christ. It doesn't have, it doesn't have dirt or potatoes. It's weeb. Oh, my. <laughs> Take that as you will. Join the Discord. Link down below. Chris, thoughts? You like triangles? Triangles are great. What's your favorite shape? The three-sided ones. Circle. That's my favorite. <laughs> I don't know. I like them curves, so baby. Huh? There's so many to choose from. Circle. The hard one. Curvy. I mean, technically speaking, a triangle is the strongest shape of all of them and occurs the most in nature. You like strength? I like structural strength, yes. Hmm. I, don't think I, I like aesthetic. I like aesthetics. I like looking at that circle. It's nice and smooth. Yeah, yeah. Pretty much Freud when like it comes said, to circles. It's hard, to it's hard to say. Yeah. But I do like Japanese music, in particular classical Japanese music. It's got it. Good. Anything it's... with a shamisen rocks my world. <laughs> you do like your shamisens. I love them. <laughs> one thing, you guys got to watch it, but one thing I thought was really fucking cool about it, and they already said this before, a lot of people were like reacting to it as if like they didn't hear about it, but Sucker Punch said that they didn't want to get HUD because the game looks a certain way. So when they're like telling you directions, in that video, it shows like sprawling fields out of the distance. There's a house on fire. And then in the fucking distance, distance, there's like a yellow forest and stuff. Really colorful shit. So it'd be really hard to like, if someone's like, oh, go to the yellow forest. And you go out in the field and you're like, I don't know where to go. Right. Like it'd be really hard to do that. But then also the wind guides you. So while you're riding your horse, the wind blows in this direction and stuff. And it's kind of guiding you. But then also birds will come fly next to you and fucking guide you places. And then foxes will tell you where secret shit's at. I, I it did so you're out in the woods and a fox will come up and then it starts like trying to lead you and you can follow it and you can pet it of course because that's kind of like the fucking staple of being able to pet every <laughs> dog like thing in games well I say it's a very famous Twitter account at this point yeah. um I uh I keep hearing pretty much everywhere that the the game is just like fully embracing and essentially trying to be like a cinematic experience while you're playing it mm-hmm. which like, is awesome visually you know. yeah so having no HUD would definitely. Um, make it more like immersive in that regard because there's less like systems in your face. So yeah. it's just cool because they're they're really embracing the visual style. They also talked about how they're really big on fucking Japanese cinema, which as a huge Japanese cinema fan myself, I'm like that's fucking cool. But I could already tell that when I was watching it. Um, but uh, and I'm like, you, you nailed all the visual stuff. It's cinematic looking. It's very beautiful looking. But then they're they're doing these creative things with guiding you. So they're not only just thinking about like, it needs to look nice, but they're also like, well, we don't want the HUD. What can we do otherwise? And mm-hmm. then they get, they're getting creative with that, which is fucking awesome. But then I watched the combat. I'm like, oh, it's not shallow. That's fucking cool. I was worried it was going to be, a, you know, a generic third person action game with swords and a beautiful world, which is enough. That'd be enough for me to play it. But then I was watching two different ways of fighting. And I was like, I like both of those. Like the samurai shit. If you're into samurai stuff, if you're into samurai movies, it's it's they literally say it's like they want you to feel that moment where you're sitting there waiting and you're fucking grinding your foot and the guy's getting ready to fucking do his attack and you go boom and you hit him. It's like that. Yeah. And then the ninja shit is like you're on rooftops fucking doing stuff, stabbing dude in the like in the fucking neck and then throwing some shit into someone else's face and it's like it's dope looking. So yeah. And like both of those, I was like, I want to play both of those styles. Yeah. Well, that's probably a good thing because yeah. you could 
replay the game then as well if you want to. Well, I think you just switch off between the two, or I read somewhere it's at night you're the ghost, and then during the day you're the samurai, but I don't know if that's the system or not. Oh, okay. I don't know if they're just saying that as like a, yeah, no, you can be the ghost. Right, right, right. Or if it's actually that system. Like you wait till night to be the ninja. I don't know. Huh. We will see. But both look fun to play. So they made it sound like in the video that you had a choice. Because they're like, you could, they showed how to, well, it might be a night or day thing though. I mean, that's probably what it is because it does show it at night when they attack. But they're saying, this is how you go out this camp any way you want. You can be the samurai or the fucking ghost. Um, But it might be a mechanic where you have to wait till night or day to do it. I don't know. Mm. It's been so long since I watched that video. That's the old me. Yep, still need to watch it though. So yeah, check it out. Uh, anything else you want to say, Chris? No. Chevy. Mm-mm. Thank you for the comment and the last comment we're going to read tonight. Type in hashtag #AskTLG if you want to make sure that we read your comment. This is running long. Uh, is from Minute Repeater, Minute Repeater. Every time I don't know how to say your name correctly. Did he ever correct me on that? I don't know. I don't know. He had two comments I thought on here. He did. Mm. That one's a response to when we talked about mistreatment at Naughty Dog. And he stands by what he said. And I respect that. I see where he's coming from. But at the same time, I don't like the idea of ruining games for people. Um, But I still, you know, if someone's being mistreated, we talked about this already. That's a whole conversation. Um, Is a good response, though. Uh, He said, the epic footage looked impressive, but we won't get anything looking like this on day one. I can't wait till we're two to three years in and actually have games looking like this. It would be cool if Epic develops the tech demo into a full game. Uh, I honestly wouldn't be surprised if they did that um, just because they said that's a full playable demo. Um, But, you know, it's not meant to be a franchise. Uh, I do hope third party developers don't follow Ubisoft's 30 FPS shenanigans. Um, ghost gameplay uh, demo didn't disappoint and in a way it has become more a real AC than what AC has become uh, love you can play it in its native language that's another thing that's really neat it's an American made game but there's a Japanese option okay. you can play the whole game in Japanese to make it feel like more cinematic you can also play in black and white which shows like Kurosawa that makes sense yeah that makes sense um, <laughs> but I was like that. I've never played a game before like a Western-made game with a Japanese audio track yes, made it's for that, yeah. Because yeah. and I was saying like that's cool, but it wasn't natively made for that. Mm. So it's interesting. I want to play both of those. Yeah, I'd be See. curious. But yeah, yeah. it is is definitely natively made in uh, English. Yeah, uh, which the argument I always give with people when I, I watch everything with subtitles, you know, the country it was made in is where the original director and direction and emotion come from. Well, I'll so. watch with fucking dubs, uh, audio dubs, um, out of curiosity, but I always, it's not even Japanese stuff. I watch a lot of foreign film and fucking, well, that's I, why I, I always, said, I always yeah. watch in the original way it was made yeah. as close to it as possible. A lot of times when things come over here too, they'll cut shit out mm-hmm. or they'll reorganize it because they're trying to make a, because culturally we, we view things differently yeah. everywhere and they'll make like a, a version that they think is going to be some person thinks, uh, you know, people, are kind of understand easier. Like uh, there's a movie from Russia called Night Watch, Nachnoy Dozer. I watched the original uh, in Russian uh, when it came out and then it came out years later here. And they cut like fucking 40 minutes off that movie to make it make sense to uh, American audiences. Well, not just American everywhere. And for me, it kind of ruined it. They took out a lot of uh, um, 
kind of like fat off the off the movie that kind of made the characters more fleshed out. It wasn't important shit, but it's stuff that I liked. And uh, anyway, long story short, I always like to watch as close to the original as possible. Yeah. All the performances that you're seeing, the voices that came out of them in that moment when they were acting out the scene and having someone else act out that scene voice-wise for that person, it's not the same. Even if the dub is good. There are no, good for dubs sure. out there for sure. But the, the person who is directing the movie isn't redirecting and you don't get the scene back ever that's sure. like that's the expression yeah. the director like yeah they picked that scene because that was the moment they wanted yeah um, exactly you, yeah, you're taken we, away from the original uh, yeah. creation so and like you said dubs can be fine there's some people who are great fucking voice yeah. actors, but uh, they still weren't in that scene, acting out that scene. They might be in a booth acting out that scene. Great, awesome. You do a good job. I'll give you praise for it. But I always sure. I always watch in the original format I can. Yeah. As close as possible. And same. So, yeah. so I know this, some people hate subtitles, but. It's an English game, made game. So it's probably, I am curious. I want to, I want to check out both. But, it, you know, it's going to, the emotion, the direction, to my knowledge, will be English. So mm. versus like, you know, when I play Japanese game if I can play Japanese with subtitles so yeah it's a game I could definitely see myself playing a second time through once in English once in Japanese mm-hmm. and then maybe doing the Japanese one in black and white or something like that just to have a different experience yeah. but it's just yeah. watching that video really just told me like those guys are total fucking dorks when it comes to stuff like they're, they're us they they put the Japanese subtitles in there because they wanted that feeling yeah and I was like I've never seen someone do that That's right right neat. I mean, it probably have Japanese voice acting when it came over there anyway, possibly. But that mm. they're like it's releasing like that. It's just it's just cool. It seems like you know an homage. So, uh, anyway, thoughts on this? I think it's great. I love subtitled movies, just like you. I really like old Japanese cinema. I think it's great that they're gonna try their hand at this and make it kind of inclusive and and harken back to those old movies. Especially with the black and white on top of the the Japanese voices as mm. well as the subtitles, it's it's gonna be so cool. This would be a really great game to watch someone who knows what they're doing, like played it through a couple times, and then stream it in black and white with Japanese uh, subtitles. It'd be like a cinematic experience completely. Yeah. Um. They also yes, yeah, just need to watch it, but they they were talking about um. They're like, and this game will have photo mode. I'm like, of course that game's going to have fucking photo mode. Uh, yeah, yeah. That game's so visually appealing. They'd be stupid. They're like, why do you need a photo mode? Oh, they're also, never heard of this before, they have a videography mode as well. So you can get video if you want to get like cool cinematic shots and shit. And I was like, I'm glad videographers out here could fucking get a little bit get of... a little taste. Yeah, because I, I haven't really seen people... Like, you're able to make moving um, shots and then film it and stuff oh okay or That's like if you're taking pictures you can uh put in leaves falling or any other random thing falling like you can you can alter you can pause the game and alter wherever you want that scene to picture or video huh Final Fantasy 14 kind of does that you can kind of g-pose yeah background and things like that control the lighting and stuff like that it's really cool is g-pose more powerful than t-pose trick question fuck no uh, <laughs> t-pose is more simple but it'll fucking wreck g-pose the the only controls everybody and everything around it. T-Pose yeah. destroys whatever's in front of it. I like control. That's cool. But if <laughs> if the one controlling things, one playing God, can be destroyed by T-Pose, there's a simplicity there that fucking is unrivaled. <laughs> this is your first episode. You're going to want to go back to uh, our Wilson. Wilson Game of the Month video. Um, T-Pose and other games. 
<laughs> Not the one you're talking about. Um, T-Post fucked me up in Life or Dead. I, I, I do want to add to his comment and one thing I agree with, which is... Um, the thing that makes me not rush out to buy consoles these days, even though unless, you know, like I said, there's the game I need to play, but is that the graphics and the capability is always kind of like this blurry area when they first come out where it's just like, it is better, but it's still kind of the old gen. Uh, and yeah, two to three years later, you're going to, I mean, look where we're at right now with PS4 games with like the one you were just talking yeah, about. Yeah, that's every console when it, it first comes out. I mean, like, you go back to PS2, you have fucking Fantavision. You guys remember that? It's oh, yeah. literally fucking fireworks. fireworks. And then there's a couple, there's like a racing game. The best looking game that came out for that release was fucking uh, Dead or Alive 3. Um, two. 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 Yes. Um, and uh, yeah, because 3 came out later. That, uh, yeah. But um, so, yeah, DOA 2, which is the, one of the, the first games we bought for yeah. it. Um, best looking game. Wasn't the best for that console, but it was the best looking on launch. And then fucking the bouncer looked great, but that game was kind of basic. Um, But, uh, and then fucking, um, oh no. And then with the fucking PS4, you had the best looking game was goddamn Killzone Shadowfall, which was a basic, by the numbers, boring shooter that looked really good for the time because they're trying to go, look at these graphics, but they're nothing compared to what the fuck's on that console. In the order. That, didn't, that wasn't a launch title. It was pretty shortly after, I think. That was though. like a year or two after, for sure. Yeah, I played it later. I bought oh. it when it came out. I was thinking that was really early for some reason. No, that's a fantastic game, though. If that game came out on launch, I'd be like, holy shit. That was a gorgeous game. Yeah. But yeah, with every console, when it first comes out, you're not getting the best graphics you're going to get. And specifically when they're showing that stuff, they worked hard to make that tech demo look as good as possible because they're selling their product yep. that they want people to develop things for and they want people to be excited to play. Um, yep. it's, it's an advertisement for sure. So uh, they put a lot of work into that. What a developer does with that engine, it's up to them. I've bitched about before, but with Unreal Engine before, they've had some new features for the engine. And then those new features are in like every game made on that engine for a while and it's because people are just going like oh let's reskin that it's like they're just showing what you can do with that you don't have to just take their thing and use it exactly but different developers are going to put different time into things so plus you know they got all that Fortnite money now so the engine probably can afford to be crazy upgraded make some way more money than that fucking engine I wouldn't be surprised if they go we're not making engines anymore that would be fucking devastating yeah that would be a huge hit Uh, we are now Fortnite games yeah Almost everybody uses like it's like one of three engines. Unreal and Unity are like the most used. Yeah, and then sometimes people dare touch, you know, Crytek essentially. Rarely. Yeah, that's the weird thing about Haunt. Talking about again, fucking that was actually made by the same team that made Crisis. So it's their like A team that worked on that game. Interesting. It's weird. Yeah. Yeah. It's what it looks great. Plays great. I think it plays better than Crisis. They've had some time to practice. Sure. <laughs> this is true. Um, Yeah, I think we addressed that. Anything else you guys will say? No. Thank you for the comments. Yeah. Thank you for the comments, everybody. Uh, and that's going to do it for this episode of TasteCast, episode 116. As always, thank you for watching. Make sure to like and subscribe. Enjoy this episode. Make sure to check out our other episodes. Check us out on Tumblr, Twitter, Facebook, and TikTok at Taste Loot Gaming. Check out our streams. Links down below. You can watch us all over the fucking place. Uh, we're on iTunes, Spotify, and other podcast platforms if you prefer to listen to us. Let's look at the analytics on that recently. It's actually really interesting. I think like 9% of our listeners on audio form are female, which is pretty cool. That, is that cool. grew. Yeah. It was like four for a while, so. It's neat. YouTube, it's not that at all. 
We don't even get into the analytics, but I thought that was an interesting stat. Must be the voices. <laughs> yeah, probably. That's what all the guys watch. I know one guy who watches for that reason. Oh, I know a couple. Um, they're, not, they're just not saying it. Um, <laughs> we're not too Spotify on the podcast platforms if you prefer to listen to us. Um, we have a Discord link down below. You can talk to us anytime, all time. And um, yeah, anything else? Patreon. You can support the channel if you'd like to. It's there. And uh, my name's Seth. I'm Chevy. I'm Chris. Until the next episode, which will be Tasty Tuesday. Have a good weekend, guys, and take it easy.